we are live how's everybody doing tonight my name is anthony brian logan and you're watching and or listening to abl live thank y'all for joining tonight you could be almost anywhere in the world but you're right here with me live on the show and i appreciate y'all for that we got a whole lot going on tonight all over the internet all over mainstream media all over everywhere there's quite a few topics going on uh, there was a chinese doctor on television talking about hey might not want to reopen so quick because how are we going to get everybody to take the vaccine? What's going to be the carrot to dangle in front of the American people? You got on TV and said this. Is it about science or is it about something else? Is it about science or is it about control? Is it about science or is it about submission? We'll talk about that in a minute. Also, I've not been watching much of the mainstream media lately, but has the... DC car ramming attack gone away? Is it still there in the news? Is this really big thing talking about, oh, anti XYZ hate crime? Is that still there? Because I've not really heard about it a whole lot, but y'all tell me what's going on. Maybe I'm just ignorant and don't really know what's happening. Also, Major League Baseball wants to, for some reason, they want to boycott the state of Georgia. So they don't want to have the Major League Baseball All-Star Game or the draft in Atlanta, Georgia this year, Cobb County, wherever you want to call it. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And again, thank you all for joining. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show. And I appreciate y'all for that. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far, if you enjoy the content on the channel, please get a video with thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. If you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Go ahead and subscribe right now to the channel. It's absolutely free. And click the little bell that's right there so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. All right. We got a whole lot happening, a whole lot going on. Uh, the, the, the crazy doctor that got on TV and let the proverbial cat out of the bag. No pun, no racist, but it is what it is. I'm not trying to say that Chinese and cats got a weird relationship. I'm just saying she let the proverbial cat out of the bag. You did what I'm saying? And then also, have, have we seen the DC car attack anymore? Is, did that go away? Or I'm trying to figure out what's happening. Also, we got to talk about Vermont and their racist thing they're trying to do. Talking about, oh, BIPOC, you know, people of color, color people, they got to go over there to get the vest. Like, are we going back? Are we regressing? Shout out to Dave Rubin when he calls them regressives. I mean, he's he's being proven right every single day. Okay, we're talking about trying to go forward on the conservative side and do things that make sense for society in America and for the whole world. Things that just make common sense. But the left, they're trying to go back in time. They're trying to go back to Jim Crow, segregation, while at the same time pointing the finger at us. Joe Biden pointing the finger at us, talking about, oh, you guys are going back to Jim Crow. You guys are going back to a time before uh, rights were here for BIPOC, all this, that. They got new terms. Rather than just breaking away all these terms, all separation, all the division, they got new terms. Oh, rather than just being this race or that race, now we're going to put you in one big category. And rather than saying colored, or people of color, we're going to call you BIPOC. So it's like, what are we really doing? All these terms are just fancy ways of saying the same things that they always that they always have said that they themselves deem to be racist. 
They said you can't say color. That's racist. So they say people of color. It's the exact same thing. It's a bougie, fancy way of saying colored. Okay, you got two phrases, colored people and then people of color. People of color is the the first one backwards with an of in the middle. And then they say, well, black indigenous people of color. That's like super fancy, lifetime, just really kind of an extra way of saying the exact same thing that you were already saying. What's the purpose? What's the point? I don't really see it, but it is what it is. So let's talk about the the, the, the doctor first. Before I go down the rabbit hole, let's talk about the doctor first. And again, thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Also, this particular show and all my live shows will be available as an audio-only version on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether it be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple, iTunes, etc. And a link for that will be in the description box below. But let's check it out. So the propaganda doctor got on TV and said, all right, what are we going to do? We need to convince the American people to take this vaccine, right? But if we open back up, then how are we going to convince them to take the vaccine? We got to dangle a carrot. She's literally said we got to dangle a carrot. Like when you say like dangle a carrot, that's very insulting. You're treating human beings like animals. All right. I'm not a donkey or a dog or a cat. I'm not some kind of animal you're going to take to slaughter. That's what they think that I am, but I'm not that. So don't use these kind of terms. Don't do these kind of things to me. I'm not so much triggered about the terms. Shout out to you, AOC, getting triggered at the term surge, but different story. I digress. The term is not necessarily what is getting me upset. It's the, it's the action they're trying to do. That's the main thing is the action. I don't like being led like some kind of animal to my demise. Ultimately, they say that the reactions that may come from the virus, like my man's skin that fell off. I don't want to play it right here because we got little babies watching, but it, it didn't quite fall off, but it, it might as well have. You know, he's a white guy, a white man, and his skin turned. I'm talking about fire truck red. I'm talking about, like, this shirt right here. His skin was, like, this color. You understand? And the skin had fallen off. Like, he had a real bad case of just, uh, what what they call it when you get real ashy? I forget what that's called, like, eczema or something like that. You guys know. I don't know what it is. You guys have bigger brains than I am. But anyway, it was it was crazy. Now, they say, oh, that's a one-in-a-million type reaction. It's a very, it's a very rare reaction. But how many cases of the virus do we have that are confirmed in this country? What, 20 million, 30 million? And how many died? Has it even been a million? So what are the chances of you dying from the virus? Rare, just the same way it's rare to have a adverse and crazy reaction to the vaccine. So maybe, how about this? Rather than putting a vaccine in my body voluntarily and potentially risking an adverse reaction, how about I don't do that and take my chances with, the, my, with my immune system? Because either way, if I do get the vaccine, there's going to be a small chance of a side effect. If I don't get it, there's a small chance of the virus coming in and doing some harm. Either way, it's going to be a small chance. So what's the point of me doing something intentionally that I know could have a side effect versus just relying upon myself to fight off illnesses? (laughs) Rather than trying to fight it off with my own natural immune system, I'm going to put it right in my body. That makes no sense. But that's just me. If you went out there and got the vaccine, then more power to you. Hats off is fine. I'm not judging. I'm not tripping. But I know what's right for me. And I don't appreciate these so-called doctors from China, by the way, talking about some, oh, well, 
we're dangling the carrot in front of the American people. Now, to be fair, no racist. The doctor is Chinese, came from Shanghai when she was like eight or nine years old and grew up in L.A., allegedly. I'm hearing a really hard, strong Chinese accent still. All right. If you've been here since eight years old and you're like in your in your 30s, 20s or whatever, it shouldn't be that hard. All right. If I grew up like if I grew up since I was eight years old in a particular place, I'm not going to still have the accent of my original place. Because at that age, you're developing your speech pattern and how you and you're learning new words and stuff like that. I shouldn't still hear this, uh, you know, Shanghaiese type thing you got going on. But different story. I digress. Um, the, the whole issue is that um, China has a lot of spies over in the West and other parts of the globe. So how do we know that this person's not a spy? They worked for Planned Parenthood for like a year. I thought it was longer than that. I thought it was 2013 to 2019, but it was 2018 to 2019. They were like the president of Planned Parenthood. So let me get this straight. We're listening to a doctor that was a president of Planned Parenthood. How does that work? All right. How are you going to be the president of Planned Parenthood? And I got to take your word for it as far as being a doctor, as far as medical advice. Planned Parenthood is not medical care. So I'm questioning your judgment right away. Just not even the whole Chinese thing, pushing that to the side for a moment. I'm judging your judgment by leading up Planned Parenthood, which is not medical care at all. So you over there advocating for what they push for, which is, you know, genocide, basically killing off human beings. You over there doing that. And then you want to come over here and say, oh, let's dangle a carrot in front of the American people to make them take the vaccine. Maybe there's an agenda. Maybe there's something else going on. I'm just trying to figure it out. Whatever you guys' thoughts are, let me know in the comments below. I'd love to see him. I'd most certainly love to see him. <laughs> John Burns says, ask Qualwell about Chinese spies. Oh, yeah, he definitely knows about the Chinese spies. Isn't it funny how that story just went away? It just vanished. Okay, you got a whole Chinese spy, um, uh, Fong Fong, whatever they want to call her. Like, what kind of name is that anyway? That's obvious. <laughs> like, her name might as well have been Chinese spy, but I digress. You have a whole Chinese spy, like, in your, in your bed, basically, no graphic. And he's on, what, the Senate Intelligence Committee? They're, they're playing games. They're, they're, like, trolling, really. They put him on the Intelligence Committee while he's with the Chinese spy, and he's not really answering questions about that. So it's like what's really going on. And they're trying to attack Matt Gates. I think, I think there could be some smoke or there could be some fire where there is smoke when it's concerned, when it was relating to Matt Gates. There could be something there. I don't know about anything that, you know, any kind of assault or anything. I don't know about that, but there could be something there. But the media are really going hard at Matt Gates with much less evidence than they had against Eric Swalwell and the Chinese spy. So we know, we know what time it is when it comes to media coverage. Now, Speaking of media coverage, that's a great segue into my next point here, getting off of the Chinese doctor for a moment. Um, the D.C. car attack. Now, we saw this. Right when it happened, people said right away, oh, it's QAnon, Trump supporters, white supremacists, all this, that, and the third, right? That was the general idea. That's what it was. But in reality, that was not what it was. Let me back up a little bit here to explain. Now, we all saw 
the, the car ramming attack. And this is in D.C., near the Capitol. The car rammed into, like, a barrier that was on the street. So it wasn't, like, going off-road or anything. It was in the middle of the street. Crashed the um, car right there. It crashed with so much force, there was an airbag that got deployed. Maybe they both deployed. I'm not really sure. But I saw the airbag had been deployed. Windshield was tore up. The front end was a mess. He literally, I'm talking about, like, hit a brick wall with that barrier. So he gets out of the car after the airbag deploys or whatever, and he has a knife, and he charges the officer. And the officer shoots him. He dies either right there or in the hospital, whatever it is. Now, I guess the guy had hit an officer. I'm not, I'm still not really sure what happened there. I've not seen any follow-up because, you know, the media won't do any follow-up on this story. It's pretty much a dead story now. But I've not seen the follow-up to where they said exactly how this man killed an officer, but he did kill an officer because once he rammed the barrier, two officers got injured and one of them died. So he killed an officer. And right away, like I said, there was all kind of speculation thrown out there. Oh, white Trump supporter, uh, capital insurrectionist. And I knew that probably wasn't what it was because why would anybody do that? Why would there be one car and you hit an officer? Like, what? why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense. Especially knowing that D.C. is crawling with not only the police, but also the National Guard, thousands of them. Why would you go do that? That's a suicide mission. That's what it seemed like to me from the very beginning. So as far as any kind of, you know, political motive or QAnon, I knew that right away was probably not the case. But of course, a lot of these normies on the left, the mainstream media, they ran with it because that's what they've been fed for the past, I don't know, since Trump got in office and definitely since January when the whole Capitol thing happened. So then, come to find out, it was a young black male, 25 years old, had been following Prophet Muhammad, not Prophet Muhammad, pardon me. He had been following uh, Farrakhan and Elijah Muhammad. Not the same thing at all. Um, I know about some of these guys. I know some guys in the Nation of Islam personally. Like out there, they're my friends. I know them. I got their phone number. I'm going to tell you something about the Nation. They don't do stuff like that. What they do, if they get involved with crime, they're doing like street crime, like drug selling. They're not going to be trying to do no political stuff. From my point of view, not the nation of Islam. Now, Islam is a whole different thing. People somehow, people think on the outside that the nation of Islam and Islam as a religion is like one of the same. It's not really. Nation of Islam, from what I experienced being around these guys, is more like Baptist Christian with some Islamic stuff interspersed in there. It's like, it's like the black Baptist church with Islamic stuff put in there. That's just really what it is. Okay. It operates like church. It got sermons. It's like, it's kind of how it is. But anyway, they're going to say this guy, um, they, 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 they want to say that he was radicalized by the right artists and that, but they can't do that. They can't really say anything with this man. He probably had some serious mental problems and he was reaching out to the nation to try and find some kind of way to fill a hole in his life. That's probably what happened. But the narrative will just cease because the narrative was already written when it happened. And when the person's race was revealed and his background was revealed, they can't use any of that to support the original narrative. They can't say gun control because he had a knife. 
They can't say, oh, he was black because he killed a police officer. So they can't really say anything like that. All that they can do is just let it go, which is why I've not seen any follow-up in the media, okay? Um, if anything, I think the government may have, um, the government may look at a nation of Islam a little bit closer, but they are, they, they've been doing that. They ain't nothing new. They've been looking at a nation of Islam for a long time because they've been involved with some other stuff, some other kind of crimes, not like necessarily a thing like this, but other crimes, street crimes. I think, um, I'm not sure if Asada Shakur, a.k.a. Joni Miller, whatever her name is, the lady that killed those cops. I'm not sure who's in Cuba by the now. Who's in Cuba, by the way. I'm not sure she was in the nation, but I think she was kind of like affiliated with them. Some of these groups that were in the 60s and 70s. But um, it may be some more government scrutiny on a nation. But they've been around for a long time. They've been around since the 70s. Um, they're not going to talk about how Pramila Job, not Pramila Job, how pardon me, um, what's the latest name? The Muslim lady from Michigan. That's part of the squad. Not Pamela Jayapal, but the other one, not AOC. Oh, Rashida Tlaib. They're going to say that Rashida Tlaib. Well, they could say that Rashida Tlaib is involved with this because she wrote a column for the final call, which is the nation of Islam's newspaper, but they don't want to talk about that. They'll leave that totally alone because again, you have a black person, so you can't be racist when you're covering them. You have Muslims or people that purport themselves to be Muslims. So you can't attack, you know, Islam or Prophet Muhammad. So you can't do that. And you can't attack Rashida Tlaib because she's a woman, person of color on the left. This is bulletproof. So this case will go away. It's gone away. 100%. So um, the case in Boulder, Colorado, that's gone away. You had a Syrian Muslim with a clearly Muslim name. Killed 10 white people. That's not considered a hate crime or anything of the sort. Any kind of racial motivation. Not even not even suggested. That's gone away. The only one that may stay around is the Atlanta case. However, the Atlanta case will go away as well because they can't keep pushing this um, Asian hate crime narrative. You know why? Because the more they push the anti-Asian hate crime narrative, the more they're going to see just doing the Asian hate crimes. And it's not the white man. I tell you that right now. Every single day on Twitter is somebody uh, busting up an Asian shop or threatening the Asian nail salon owner. And it's all kind of hostility. And it's not from the white man. And you could put two and two together. All right. This this is just the reality. So this whole stand with Asians, Asian lives matter. That'll go away very soon. I'm not sure what the next thing is going to be. Maybe they're going to keep talking about Russia. They'll keep talking about January 6th. But this Asian thing is going to just vanish very quickly. Count it. This, this time next week, you won't hear about it anymore. As a matter of fact, I don't believe that I've seen a lot about this this week. <laughs> Ever since this whole thing in D.C. happened, and may the officer rest in peace, you know, his name has not really been mentioned too much. Um, His name is Billy. I'll make sure I get his, um, his last name right. William Billy. And let me get his name here. Um, Billy Evans, Officer William Billy Evans. He was a veteran with the Capitol Police in Washington, D.C. I think he'd been there for like 16 years. May he rest in peace. His name won't really get mentioned too much because of the, the assailant, the person who did it. All right. So, yeah, there's no, there's no Asians being oppressed. That's just, I don't, I don't know where that whole thing came from. I don't know why they decided to make that really be a thing because it's not a thing. <laughs> not, not at all. 
Asian are some of the highest earners in America, some of the, you know, smartest, most educated. I don't really see the problem. It's just not really your thing, not in the least bit. You know, we have the, 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 the best country on the planet. People want to come here for a particular reason, all right? <laughs> Reparations, is that what they want? Oh, wow. Hey, we'll, we'll see about that one. But thank you all again for being here. Definitely appreciate you. If you like what you're hearing so far, give the video a thumbs up. Also, if you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on, but go ahead and do that. Maybe you got unsubscribed, so go ahead and check your status right now. And I appreciate you if you did that for me. And um, let me see, what else we got here? <laughs> Albano hate crimes? Wow. And you know what? That's, that's a great question, Diane B. Will Officer Evans lie and state at the Capitol? Absolutely not. Not at all. Because they had... Um, what was his name? Brian Sicknick. I don't want to say his name improperly, but the officer that died, I'm not sure how he died yet because um, they said that he got hit with a fire extinguisher or something like that, but then they retracted it. I don't know what's, I don't know how Mr. Sicknick died at the Capitol riot, but his body lied in state. Yes. And lied in state at the Capitol because of the political things that were going on. But since this officer did not die in a way that can be used as a political football, then his body won't lie in state. If they do have his body lie in state, it'll only be because they have to, to avoid being hypocrites. That's just the reality because being a police officer, firefighter, something like that, it's a very dangerous job. And shout out to everybody that's in public safety, whether you, police, military, fire, whatever it is. Thank you for doing what you do. We really rely upon you every single day. So thank you. But their bodies generally don't lie in state. There may be a flag lowering or something of the sort like that, but their bodies don't normally lie in state to have officer Sicknick's body lie in state was a political move. And it was pretty gross to use this dead man to push a narrative, but that's what they do on the left for sure, and they will not do it this time as far as having his body lie in state because there's no narrative to push. The only narrative that they could push by having his body lie in state is to say that, hey, we're not being hypocritical. We're going to be the same way with him. But they won't really do that too much. They they will not. So he had a blood clot. I, hey, I have no idea what happened to Mr. Sicknick, but I guess we're going to find out here pretty soon. We We will find out. All right, and then what else we got going on? Oh, Major League Baseball boycott. Now, this story is crazy because <laughs> the, okay, you have a lot of companies speaking out against Georgia because of their voting laws. Coca-Cola, which is based in Georgia. Delta, also based in Georgia. I think in Atlanta, both of them in, both of them in Atlanta. They're saying that the law it's racist and it's regressive. And even Joe Biden himself said they're going back to a Jim Crow type of atmosphere in Georgia because of the voting laws. Now, what does it be do with the voting laws? I'm trying to figure that out. I, I'm going to get to the illegal alien part in just a moment. So you're you right. That's, that's a good question. 8-Bit Oni says, what's the difference between having illegals vote and Russians vote? No difference, but I'm going to I'm gonna get into that in a little bit. But the voting laws in Georgia are there to just have the election become more secure because they did the whole vote by mail, basically universal last time. And there were so many glitches and problems and 
just uh, it was a big mess. It was a big mess that needs to be cleaned up. That's for sure. And I did an article about this, a short article, but the purpose of the article was not really to see my words. It was to see my sources. And I'll link, well, go to my website, anthonybeloga.com is right there. I'm going to put some of what's going on on this bill on the screen. I'm going to just like zoom through the headlines. We're not going to really read this, but again, this will be on my website, anthonybelogan.com. Check out the article. What does it say? What's this article? I'm talking about the uh, Major League Baseball boycott. Yeah, so the article is titled Culture War Major League Baseball Boycotts Georgia Over New Voting Laws. So in that one, I think it would be the first link in the sources section at the bottom of the article. And it says, what does Georgia's new voting law, SB202, do? This is very important. It has it broken down right there. And it also includes a link to the actual text of the bill. So you can read it for yourself and not just listen to me talk at you or MS-13 DNC or anybody else coming this news network. You're able to get the information straight from the proverbial horse's mouth. Now, there, when I say they, I'm talking about Delta, Coca-Cola, Major League Baseball, Joe Biden. They're all saying that SB202 is racist. And before I get to the bill, I almost forgot this part. So Major League Baseball was going to have their all-star game at the Brave Stadium, which is in Cobb County. That's Atlanta. And before anybody says, oh, Cobb County is not Atlanta, stop. Atlanta itself is very small as far as the city limits. Not very small, but it's smaller than the metro area, the perimeter, and the exterior, which is what we know as Atlanta. Okay, if you live in Lawrenceville, Georgia, you live in Atlanta. Let's just cut the games, but I digress. Like, if, if you live in the East Point, Georgia, you live in Atlanta. But anyway, that was going to bring a lot of revenue to not only Atlanta, but the entire state. They said $100 million U.S. dollars just from the All-Star game, estimated. And then also the draft. Think about it like this. I've done events before as far as doing, you know, flyers, signs, posters, billboards, banners. And I know what goes into them and how much money it how much money comes from them. We did an event one time back in the day for law enforcement. It was a conference and they said they know for like a week. It was um, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement, Noble. And they came to Norfolk for a week. They did training seminars and things of that nature. I think really about four days. So when you come to Norfolk, what you got to do? You got to get hotels. You got to, you know, get ride shares or taxis. You got to, you got to be flying in. You got to be getting something to eat. You're shopping. You're, you're spending money in the city. Okay. And you're, you're paying to go there. You're patronizing the hotel. They said, that the event brought in like $3.5 million in tax revenue, just tax revenue to the city of Norfolk, not including what was brought in to the local businesses. So you bring a lot of money with big events like, I don't know, an all-star game, Major League Baseball. It's a lot of money that comes into a state when you have stuff like this. $100 million U.S. dollars. All gone. So a lot of people that live in Georgia and Atlanta especially got hit really hard by the virus and what I mean by got hit really hard is not that they had a lot of deaths. That happened, of course, all over the country. To what extent, I'm not really sure, but I'll digress. They got hit hard as far as the mayor imposing restrictions. Oh, you got you got to have your business closed down. We're going to stay shut down and wear a mask. And, you know, they, they killed a lot of business out there. So 
Atlanta and Georgia needed this event. And also, let's not forget the legendary Hank Aaron, who died earlier this year. I think he died like a little after to get in the vaccine. That's a different story anyway. He died earlier this year. Where did he live? Atlanta. Where did he play baseball? Atlanta Braves. So they were going to honor him in Atlanta. It was going to be great. But now they're going to move away. They don't know where. Probably California somewhere, but that's a different story. They're going to move the All-Star game somewhere else rather than Atlanta where it's really needed, where a lot of black folks will be able to get money and get jobs working in the concession stands and local businesses and ride sharing and stuff like that. But anyway, the airport, a lot of black folks working in the airport. Anytime I go to Hartsfield-Jackson, Everybody in the airport working is black. So they can't get that business. Um, nobody else can. All because people are just dogpiling on Georgia because of SB202. Now let's get to the bill. And again, this will be on my website, anthonyblogan.com. Let's check it out right quick. If I can pull it up on the screen. There we go. This is on onlineathens.com. That's probably Athens, Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, probably Athens, Georgia. Now, they changed absentee voting, so if, you are over, if you're a senior citizen, 65 or older, or if you're disabled, you're in the military, or you live overseas, you could still apply one time for a ballot and get it automatically. But everybody else, you got to just apply for it. And rather than being able to apply for it like six months out, it's like two, almost three months out. Like, Two months, three weeks, almost uh, three months. And rather than being able to submit your application the Friday before the election, it's a Friday before that, just to cut down on, you know, just, just to cut down on ballots, that, just, just to cut down on applications that have been rejected. So you're able to have everything get in there nice and smoothly and it won't be any problems. All right. Now, one of the main things they were mad about is the ID. Now, I'm going to get back to this, but in Nigeria, for example, everyone is required to have an ID to vote. Now, in Nigeria, you have about half of the population that makes less than $2 a day. I'm talking about the international uh, poverty level, not the federal U.S. poverty level, which is pretty much rich in the rest of the world, but I'm talking about $2 per day, U.S., but yet, they're still able to go out there and vote with their ID. And it ain't no absentee ballots, ain't no mail-in ballot, ain't none of that going on. Ain't none of that going on at all. They're out there in person, and it's super hot. If you're talking about hot, it's super hot. Okay? In the south, it's hot. But in the north, you got desert and stuff. Oh, my goodness. Extremely hot. People aren't always literate extremely illiterate, can't read or write at all, living in very remote, third-world conditions, they still got to have the ID to go out there and vote. Still got to have it. But they say, these companies and some of these lefty normies, they say that if you're required to have an ID to vote, then that's racist, uh, uh, you know, toward black people. Excuse me? How can Nigerians, who are black, obviously, look like my grandma's and aunties right there, look just like me. How can they in a third world country get their ID and go out there and vote? But black Americans in the best country on earth, why is it that we can't get an ID to go out there and vote? I'm not trying to hear this money excuse either because 
I'm seeing people out there in the street, homeless, allegedly, homeless, on the street with cell phones. All right, Gucci, Prada, Louis, all of that, homeless. If you can afford your cell phone bill, Mr. Homeless Man, you can afford to go out there and get an ID. And in many states around the nation, IDs are free. So I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, it costs too much. Black folks can't get it. It's bogus. Bogus. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me find this. Here's a good picture right here. This, this, you know that is Nelson Mandela. And what does his shirt say? Get an ID, register, vote. Get an ID, register, and vote. So you're going to tell me Nelson Mandela is somehow, are we going to all of a sudden now throw him away? Like this man didn't get locked up for fighting apartheid. He got locked up for fighting apartheid in South Africa. Right. And he says, get an ID. So the man that was actively fighting against the actual system of racism says, get an ID. So where's racism at? There is no racism. You know what's going on? You know what's happening is that they want to have that window open to cheat. Now, here's a disclaimer for the YouTubes, the Google Mods, the haters, the flaggers. I'm not saying that the election was stolen. I will never say that. I will never say that fraud happened and the election was stolen and the 81 million votes that Joe Biden got are fraudulent and it need to be reviewed and it should be a three-year investigation like the Russian investigation. I would never say anything like that. I'm just saying people on the news said that there was some fraud that happened during the election. The debate is over to what extent. So I'm not going to say that it was a, a ridiculously crazy extent Millions of votes that were stolen. I would never say that. Just to get it clear for the haters and the mod, uh, the, the 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 Google moderators that want to come in here and flag. But anyway, all I'm saying is that some people want that avenue open. We know that they go through extreme lengths to win elections to get things done. Remember the whole Brett Kavanaugh thing? A whole campaign line on this man. They put Christine Blasey Ford on the cover of Time Magazine. Where is she now? Have you seen her recently? She got our money back and just fled Acapulco, uh, Hiroshima, Japan, inside a volcano somewhere. You're not going to see her no more, right? But the damage has already been done because they allowed it to happen, meaning the mainstream media. Okay, Lester Holt talking about, oh, we're going to have the facts on this network, only the facts. No room for any dissenting points of view. All right, but you got Christine Blasey Ford on there. You got people like, what's what's the boy's name? Um, Michael Cohen. Uh, oh, oh, who was the guy that got locked up for stealing money for Tommy Daniels? Michael Avenatti. Do you remember this guy? Michael Avenatti was on every news network. He was on the news more than some of the primetime anchors, right? And he's in the penitentiary right now. Big rocks, little rocks. Oh, but you don't want to have anything that could be misinformation or, oh, okay. But you got this dude that's like, and he's a, a, a criminal, a con artist. You had him on TV every single day because he was against Trump. It doesn't really matter about what the narrative is, if it's true or if it's false to the mainstream media, in my humble opinion. All that really matters to them is what they can push as far as a narrative. If they could push that narrative and say that Orange Man's bad, they can have Hitler on TV, the devil himself. They don't care. They'll have him on. That's pretty much how it goes. But getting back to the whole thing about voter ID, it's not racist to say that you got to have an ID to vote. Now, one thing that I did see that might have been a little bit racist, and I'm not saying that it absolutely was 1,000%, but 
you, you could be a judge of that. You can judge that for sure. And I'm going to show it to you guys right quick. All right, hold on one second. This was from a guy, and I played it in my video earlier today, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, this is from Mark Elias. Wow, this is a, probably one of the most ratio tweets I've ever seen in my life, Mark Elias. You, you, need to, you need to be in the Hall of Fame of ratio, sir. But anyway, here's the tweet. And I'll read it to you right quick. The new Georgia law will require voters to submit ID to vote by mail. If they use their driver's license, they need to provide the number. Now, let's pause right here for a moment. This is a deceptively worded tweet. If he was to say what they actually require, what they need, rather than the number without giving the descriptor, the proper descriptor, that might confuse you. But they're going to say, like everybody else says, we need your driver's license number. That's what he wants to not have you know. Driver's license number. Keep that in mind. And if he continues, one of the two numbers below is correct. If they put the other, it'll be rejected. Are you sure you could pick the right one? Now, they have a sample license here, a, a Georgia sample license with a black woman on it. That's not by mistake at all. And you have two numbers highlighted. One at the bottom, it says DD and a bunch of random numbers. But the at the very top, the first one says D-L-N-O, period. Now, just if I told you, hey, I need your driver's license number, and you see this, D-L-N-O, what's that? What, what does the D-L stand for? Driver's license? What does the N-O stand for? Number? If you can't read that, then you can't vote. If you can't read, how are you going to know who to pick? Huh? So, this was insulting. Basically, what people like Mark Elias and others are saying that black folks can't figure that out. Black folks can't read basically. <laughs> but at the same time, they still want our vote. How can you get a vote from a person that can't read? Like this, isn't that exploited? Like people can read this. It's not a hard thing to do. You got to have an idea to do pretty much everything out here. You want a STEMI check. You want your tax return. You got to have an ID. And I'm seeing these tax return places packed from the window to the wall. H&R Block packed. Mom and Pop Shop Tax Shop packed. Okay, my, my uncle does taxes. He's slammed right now. Slam. I'm talking about he can't even, he's so busy, he can't, his phone is hot, can't he hold it in his hand. There's a lot of black clients out there in Richmond and, and, and Virginia in that area, right? So we know how to read a little bit. <laughs> we, we know how to read a little bit. We know what a driver's license number is. If I can't read my license, how am I even on the road? How am I going to read the traffic, the, the, the street signs? How am I going to know where I'm going? If I got GPS, like, I got to be able to have that on in order to be able to. And how am I paying my cell phone bill with no license? Like, I opened a new um, phone, and they want to check your credit and all of that. How are you going to do that with no ID? How are you going to be able to live and conduct yourself in society without having these things. The people that don't have these things, I feel like are kind of like on the edges of society and probably don't vote anyway. If you never had an ID, you're not driving, why would you vote? For what? What do you really even bring into the country? Like, what, what skin do you have in the game? Nothing. So what's the point in voting? I read a stat where they said 70% of people that make less than 30 grand a year don't even vote at all. 
So this whole thing is a scam. All they, all they really want to keep the window open to cheat a little bit. That's all. Keep the window open so they can just do whatever they want to do. <laughs> Directions are racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to have an ID to buy cigarettes to uh, cell phones, tattoo, all of that. You got to do a credit check to rent an apartment. So I'm not, I'm not really trying to hear all this stuff. It's bogus. But people believe it. And then they come out and they say things like that. Like black folks can't read a number on a license at the very top. It's a big number. It says DO number. It's, it's labeled DO number. Driver's license number. All right. But back to the whole thing about Georgia's voting. They actually expanded some of their early voting. And it gave you more time. All they did in the nutshell was tighten the system up to make it run smoother, to get votes counted quicker, to get results done faster, and to instill confidence in the election because a lot of people, regardless of whether you think they're, they're, they're right-wing, Trump supporters, tinfoil hat wearers or whatever, it doesn't matter what you think. A lot of people lost confidence in the election because of what happened in 2020. The way Fulton County was going was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous and embarrassing. I don't care. Win, lose, draw. That was crazy what happened in Fulton County, right? People got discouraged come time for the Senate race. And that's probably why the Republicans lost because of the lack of confidence. I mean, I, don't, I can't really blame them. I wish they would go out there and vote. But at the same time, how can you say go out there and vote when we saw what happened? When we saw what kind of mess that was. Like I said, it doesn't matter win, lose, draw on my side. It was a mess. We could see it. That's a fact. Now, the left didn't really care too much because they won. We care because we did not win, and we are being honest that the whole thing was kind of a, a, a dumpster fire. So what they did in Georgia was tighten it up. Major League Baseball wants to boycott Georgia, but their headquarters in New York also has um, voting laws, and some of which are more quote-unquote, restrictive than Georgia. So you're not trying to boycott New York anytime soon. This is a thing that's being done by lobbyists and people like that to put pressure on Major League Baseball to get them to say, all right, you got to boycott. They're trying to say it's a new Jim Crow. So it, it kind of like forced them to go out there and bend the knee, unfortunately. But like I said in my video, a lot of baseball fans are conservative, so this might be kind of a – it might be a, a, a big-time back blow to this whole situation. All right. Now, let's get to some more here. And thank you all again for being here. If you like what you're hearing so far, get a video with thumbs up. Also, share the video. And if you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Go ahead, hit the subscribe button right now. Oh, and speaking of um, racism and things of that nature, Vermont, what are you doing? Vermont, is a governor Republican? I mean, what's going on with you, sir? So what Vermont did was... They have a designated, um, I guess you want to call it vaccination site or a vaccination registration just for so-called BIPOC people. And I said this before, that means black, indigenous, people of color. It's a really, really fancy and woke way of saying non-white. I mean, really, the, the terms are so stupid. Just say white and non-white if you want to carry it like that. Those, those are legal terms as well. Just use it, white and non-white. This, I mean, anyway. So it's going to be a special, it's going to be a thing open just for non-whites. And you can identify as being non-white and still register to get this vaccination. Now, my question is, 
I got I got questions from the beginning that I did not mention in my video. The first question is, how are you going to know that I'm not a person of color? If I'm white, I could be white as snow. I could look like Powder. I can look like uh, Elsa from Frozen. I can look like Goku from Dragon Ball Z with a blonde hair. I could look like Dennis the Menace, Archie and Jughead from the comic books, Veronica, all of that. I could look like I am straight white, but guess what? Today, I identify as black. Now what? What you going to do? And when I'm registering online, you can't see me no way. So what, how, what you going to do, a DNA test? All I got to do is have 1% black and I'm, I'm straight. How are you even going to enforce this? What's the point in doing this? It's dumb. It's so dumb because you can identify. On, on the thing it says, you can identify as being a person of color. So how are you going to stop me from identifying as that? Pocahontas is definitely going to be coming up there full headdress with a tomahawk, a little arrow, woo -woo, all of that type of stuff and say, yeah, give me the vaccine, right? What you going to do? Anybody, anybody working there getting paid $10 an hour going to do no DNA test on you, 23andMe, have it come back and then get you the vaccine. Anyway, they say the reason why we're doing this is because there is a problem in the black community and other non-whites, BIPOCs or whatever with the, with the virus, right? We're affected at a disproportionate rate. It's really kind of um, just run through these communities and they're underserved and we need to have more of them to get the vaccine. But you got to start to ask questions. The questions are if they are affected worse by the virus, why? Is it because it's a high rate of obesity in the black community? They said 80% of those that get intubated, meaning put in the tube and all of that, and or, and or died from the virus, 80% of them were either overweight or obese. If you got a higher rate of obesity in the black community, maybe that will explain it. Also, as far as people not necessarily getting the virus vaccine as much, maybe we, maybe we don't want it. Maybe we saw how incompetent government has been all throughout the years, in recent years, not just a thousand years ago. I'm talking about the 1970s, the 80s and 90s and 2000s. And right now, the CDC is spinning like they don't know what's going on, chicken with the head cut off. First, they say you can travel if you get the vaccine. Then they say you can't. Matter of fact, I'm going to find that tweet right quick so I can show you guys how incompetent government is. And if I'm seeing tweets like this, here it is, perfect timing. Now, all of these are from within one week from the CDC. One week recently, not again, a thousand years ago, recently this week. This is all from the CDC, right? Let's put it on the screen right quick. And shout out to Greg Price for the, the collection, the, the gathering. First tweet here says, breaking CDC director Rochelle Walensky warns that she feels impending doom with the COVID case trajectory. Right now, I'm scared. And that was her right there. Hold on. That, that was her. Remember her? When she was kind of like crying on television. That, that was her talking about impending doom. And this was February 3rd, 2021, where this picture came out when she said the whole thing about that. Okay. Oh, this, this is something else right here. First, she was saying teachers don't, don't need the vaccine. Then she walked it back. So it's like, okay, do you need it or not? This is back in February. But getting back to these tweets right here. So the same lady right there says that she feels scared and it's impending doom, all this and that, right? That was, that was a narrative. Then 
Here she, here she is again. She walked it back. Our data from the CDC today suggests that vaccinated people do not carry the virus. CDC walks back claim that vaccinated people don't carry the virus. Breaking, add travel to the activities vaccinated Americans can enjoy again. The CDC and prevention says fully vaccinated people can travel within the U.S. Then they say CDC director Rochelle Walensky says that despite new travel guidance for vaccinated individuals, people should still not travel. So they don't know what's going on. You can't travel. You can't travel. Get the vaccine. Don't get the vaccine. Even Anthony Fauci. Don't wear a mask because it can't help you. Wear one wet. Wear one mask. Wear two masks. Wear a mask indoors. Wear a mask outdoors. Don't wear a mask outdoors. It's dumb. So if you don't know what's going on, CDC, if you can't get it together right now, 2021, and you have a track record of being kind of janky in the past with the vaccine rollouts, why should I trust you right now with my body? Why? And I saw Hank Aaron die after he got the vaccine. I'm not saying the vaccine killed him, but he did die two weeks later. Same thing with marvelous Marvin Hagler. He died after getting the vaccine, not saying the vaccine killed him. But if you're trying to convince me to go out there and get it, you're not doing a very good job. And Hank Aaron got the vaccine to try and convince the black community that it's safe. But he dies two weeks later. That did not accomplish the goal. And may they rest in peace. Not trying to make light. I'm just saying this is the reality upon which we see. So this whole race-based thing, trying to have BIPOC vaccination day, Mr. Governor of Vermont, Phil Scott, they ain't going to do it. That's not going to get her done, sir. How about you just prove to me that this whole vaccine thing is safe and everything's going to be all right. If you can't do that, then you're going to you're gonna have the same disparity. But beyond that, the actual ratio or the percentage, I should say, the percentage among whites in Vermont and BIPOCs in Vermont that have been vaccinated is the same. It's like one-third, roughly, right around one-third. Now, out of the BIPOC, the black may be a little bit lower, but if it's about BIPOC and not just black, you're talking about uh, mixed people and Hispanics or what? If it's about them, it's about the same as whites. So it's not an access problem. You can get it. It's just, do you want it? That's it. It ain't nothing else really to it. So, yeah, shout out to everybody that can see through all the nonsense that the CDC has been pushing and I'm not some kind of tenfold hat wearer all the time. I do have a tenfold hat, but I don't put it on all the time. I put it on on Sundays. But anyway, I'm not necessarily a tenfold hat wearer, but some things that get said to me by the government make no sense at all. And I'm like, okay, what what is this? What's going on here? I'm trying to figure out what's really happening. All right. And what else we got going on? Oh, I already spoke on Lester Holt before. Lester Holt talking about fairness is overrated. So... Lester Holt let to sit the quiet part out loud about um, how the mainstream media operates and how they conduct themselves when it comes to news and what they cover and what they don't cover. They cover whatever they want. They cover whatever narrative that they want to push. If it helps them in their goal and their narrative and their core beliefs as a company, then they'll push it. If it doesn't, then they won't. They'll push the Matt Gates story all day long, but they'll be silent on the um, Eric Swalwell story. They'll push stories that have limited evidence behind them but, it, I mean, if if it fits their narrative, but they won't push them if it has a lot of evidence and it goes against their narrative. They push whatever they want to push. So when Lester Holt of MS, I mean, not MS-13 DNC, of NBC, one of the lead guys over there, when he says, oh, we're not going to give time to anything that is contrary to the truth because some things are facts. Man, please. 
they give time to whatever is going to push them buttons, them rating buttons. It's going to push some dollar sign buttons. They got a dollar sign over on NBC right now. Okay, white guy shooter, cover the story. Boom, do it. Black guy shooter, kill the story. Any other uh, colored person, kill the story. That's what they do over there on the mainstream media. But they say they're trying to be fair and balanced and everything else. I can't tell. I cannot tell. So, yeah, I don't need to go too much more on Lester Holt. I've spoken quite a bit about him off about this podcast, really, because Lester Holt and his issue of wanting to be the authoritative source and everything, that's what the left is. That's what they do. That's why they're into communism. Under communism is only one kind of source as well. You know, you get, like, prime example, North Korea. All you can watch is basically one TV station. That's it. If you get caught watching foreign movies, you're pretty much getting the axe. You might get the guillotine. They want that kind of thing over here in the States. That's why they're trying to cancel everything. Oh, somebody said a bad word. Um, the, the Z word, the E word, whatever kind of word is bad right now. They said a bad word 25 years ago. Cancel them. Kill the show. Dox their kids. You know, do you, did you guys see the New York Times? They did a piece on the jurors in the uh, Derek Chauvin case. It's like, really, you're going to try to dox the jurors? And they didn't put the names out there, but they're talking about, okay, we don't know who they are, but we do know this. So you're trying to give, like, clues and breadcrumbs? Are you trying to intimidate a jury? Is that, is that legal at all? It's a lot of illegal things and immoral things that have been done by the left to the American people because they want to keep people safe and they want to get justice. I think the media has gone into a rogue state but they feel like they got to be the ones that are like a shadow government themselves. So, yeah, the media, this is why the media is losing viewers every single day. Court cutting is one thing, of course, because I'm not trying to pay a trillion dollars for cable and I might watch two channels on it and have better options being able to get stuff a la carte from subscription streaming services and YouTube and things of that nature. But if I was to watch anything on you know, old school legacy media. I'm not going to watch the mainstream media. Why? I know it's phony. I know it's bogus. It's just like watching boxing sometimes. You know that it can be corrupt. You know it automatically. You know when you see a decision that looks kind of weird, oh, it's corruption. You know that right away. There's no need in you trying to figure out what's happening or trying to, like, you know, draw a conclusion. You know what's going on. So when I see a story on the news and I know what the real thing is, and I see it reported differently. I'm like, okay, they'll go to spin right there. If I watch the mainstream media, I'm waiting for the spin. I'm waiting for the spin for them to be like, this is not that, this is this. And it's always kind of interesting to see how they spin it. Sometimes they just omit information. Sometimes they add new information. Sometimes they, they word things differently. I've seen them truncate tweets, meaning they'll put, like back in the day, like two, three years ago when Trump would tweet something, it was like CNN would put some of the tweet up, but not all of the tweet. It's like, how are you going to cut a tweet off? Like, how you do that and say you're not fake? Why not put the whole tweet on the screen? I, you know, they'll, they'll highlight certain parts, read certain parts, and then, like, what I saw them do it one time where they had a tweet on the screen, they had certain parts highlighted, they read the highlighted part, and then at the end, it was not highlighted, so they just didn't even read it. And once they were done reading the highlighted part, they just faded away from the screen. So you couldn't even catch the last part. If you were reading along while they were talking, you see things like that, they always do. 
which is why I'm no fan of the mainstream media at all. Not in the least bit. Tom says, I shut off cable TV a year ago. It's all total propaganda and brainwashing, 1,000%. Entertainment, uh, a lot of these shows, the, the media, everything, all propaganda, brainwashing. And it's a shame when you get Major League Baseball and football and, what, and whatnot getting woke. Can't even, you can't even enjoy, you know, a, a nice sports game. That's, that's going to cause other leagues, like college and stuff like that, it's going to cause those to grow more because people, because people are just going to say, you know what, I'm done. I don't want to do with it anymore. I'm going to go over here and watch it. And when these NBA guys fill it in their pocket, they're going to go the other direction quick, fast, in a hurry. When the young guys come in and then LeBron James and whatnot are pretty much done with the league, and the young guys say, you know what, we're not getting paid correctly. Money's going down. We're not getting the viewership and the attendance. They're going to go around the other way. When the NBA becomes the equivalent to the WNBA as far as revenue, oh, they're turning around quick, fast, in a hurry. All right. So thank y'all for being here yet again. I appreciate you guys. And let's go ahead and get super chats right quick. And then I'm going to get to, and then I'm going to get to the calls in a moment. So y'all just hang tight for that. I got to find you super chats because they're trying to hide them from me for some reason. Let's go ahead and get it rocking and rolling here. And hold on. Let me see. Let's go over this way. All righty. Here we go. Now, where am I at? All right. Thank you to Apple who says, it'd be a happy Easter on Spanish. See, say, Podway. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jill Biden. See, say, Podway. Like, Jill Biden, what are you doing? Cise Podway. You're trying to say Cise Porede? I know I butchered that, but I'm not trying to speak Spanish either. I thought she was saying my posse's on Broadway, be balling with my homies. Cise Podway? That's not how you say that, ma'am. But I digress. All right. Hey, we got, got a squad in here. What's going on? <laughs> Thank you for the tea. All right, y'all, y'all, y'all be straight down there. <laughs> I can't come mobbing up in here like that. <laughs> yeah, got my tea on deck. Yeah, my, my wife coming here with a niece with the nieces. They ain't here. You know, but I got my tea on deck. Had to get that. All right. And then what else we got going on? Um, Apu also says ABL. She said Partway is a promo code for ABL merch. I might do that. I, I might do that. She said Partway. That might be a good promo code for the merch. So, yeah, shout out to my wife and my nieces. I appreciate y'all for coming down. If you're watching me downstairs, wherever you are. And let me see. Shout out to Doug, who says, ABL, could you and Tatum do a live stream with the Highest Twins? That'd be awesome. Hey, we can make that happen for sure. If you're, hey, Tatum, if you're watching, if you're watching Highest Twins, make it happen. Let's do it. I just, I just did a stream with Tatum. This past Thursday, me, Tatum, and Bryson. That was a good stream. Check it out when you get a chance, when you get a little bit of time. All right. And um, thank you to Hydra, who says, what do you think about repealing 19th Amendment? Uh, that's I, – I need, I need to see what that is. I don't want to get it wrong here. Oh, okay. That's what I thought it was, uh, right to vote for women. 
Nah, let's let's not let's not <laughs> let's not. I feel like that would be kind of a bad hill to die on. But I will say this, just as a matter of fact, not trying to be nothing. I'm just saying what it is. Um, if you did not have women that voted, the country would be totally different. But I'm not saying we should do it. I'm just saying that's the reality. But then again, I don't know. Some of these guys out here, they don't know. They confuse what they gender. They don't know if they X, Y, and Z. They got all kind of pronouns and everything else in their bio. I was watching, I was on Instagram and I saw Tyler Bluntman. Shout out to Tyler Bluntman, man. You have, you have a good Instagram channel, but he had a debate with somebody that might have been trans or some other kind of gender. And the people on the debate stage were mad that he kept misgendering the person. And it was a legit argument. He was kicked off of the debate for quote unquote misgendering. And he wasn't trying to do it. He wasn't trying to be funny. He just was like, hey, you're looking like John Candy over there. I'm sorry I say, sir, just pardon me for that. You understand what I'm saying? But you got guys like that that are out there voting. I mean, it's going to be kind of hard to, even if you said all men voting, you got guys and people that think they're not guys. And here's my question. If you repeal the 19th Amendment, can people that think that they're not men vote? How does that work? But I digress. All right, let me get back to the next one here. Apple says, ABL also smacked down on the teacher tripping about beige band-aids. Did the cool kids in Greece wear white leather jackets? Hashtag not everything is about race. Exactly. Exactly. All right. And Dorian said, happy, happy Easter for tomorrow. Thank you for that, Dorian. I appreciate you. Apple also says, um, Saturday, March 27th, 2021, midnight, Edgewater Park, New Jersey, Alterette Bell, 18-year-old black youth was in the car while his girlfriend, um, Gonzalez, I won't say her first and I can't pronounce it, was driving unknown assailants open fire. Tourette showed a 10-year-old nephew of the driver from Bullets, got hit seven times and died. The girlfriend was also killed, no rest at the time. That's all too common, unfortunately. And he also says, R.I.P. Tourette, no greater love than to lay down your life. John 15, 13, where's BLM? Well, BLM is not available for when there's actual victims of crime. They're only available when there's a narrative to push. That's all that they're there for. They're not there for anything else. Thomas says, love from Montreal, Quebec. Happy Easter, y'all. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Charles Turner Jr. says, if admissions of this doctor on Fredo's show, as well as Hope's admission on NBC, don't wake more people up to abandon the drive-by media, I cannot imagine what will. There you go. Shout out to Watts, who says, best show in the audience on the internet. Thank you for that. I appreciate you, boss. Means a lot to me. Hydra says, people who operate from emotions are easy to fool. That is why the DNC love women and young people to vote for them. Noah Garcia says, enjoy the Thursday panel with Tatum and Bryson. When's that ABL soap coming out? Never exfoliated with freedom before, but I digress. <laughs> and the soap coming soon. I'm dead serious about that, too. I'm super serious. Like, you know... A sponsor reached out to me. I won't say their name yet because we've not done the deal yet. But they reached out to me and said, hey, man, we got soaps and I like what they got. They're sending me some right now. And I'm going to see how, you know, how, how the soap is, you know, because I, I, keep, I keep my face nice and moisturized. So if the soap is good, I'm, I'm going to definitely promote it. I'm serious. You know, because, you know, I, I, I don't want to see my, my brethren out there using these, 
you know, dollar store soaps getting your skin all ridiculous and everything. You got to have nice skin. You got to you got to be on point with your skin, boss. Uh, Dorian says it's probably in China's best interest to remove all generations of American babies. Well, hey, that that was deep, man. I can't even really respond to that one. Thank you for that. Apple says ABL opinion on MLB All-Star Game Night in Atlanta. I did that one. He also says, why does VP Kamala laugh so much? It's like a nervous laugh. That's just what she does. It doesn't matter what the situation is. It's kind of an inappropriate laugh, too. It's like, she'll laugh at a funeral. It's like, okay, you're not in the right place to be laughing right now. She's, it's like the Joker. Just laughs for no reason. Bukalit Buffalo says, listen to Yuri Bezmanov interview from early 80s. Unbelievable. Bongino played part of it this week. I've heard that interview over and over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over. That interview was fantastic. Yuri Bezmanov, you, not not you, Y-U-R-I-B-E-Z-M-E-N-O-V, Yuri Bezmanov, XKGB. Excellent interview. He talks about communism and how it like seeps into a society and America. He, he speaks about the different stages of how it kind of comes into your country and destabilizes you and ruins you. Talks about demoralization and normalizing. It's a very, very good interview. Fantastic interview. I watch that every like two or three weeks. And I also watch ESPN 30 for 30 broke every month or two because they talk about money and guys that get money and how to keep it. It's a really, really good documentary. No advertisement here. No plug. I'm just saying these are good things that I watch. Um, Patriot 17 says media push Asian hate crime just so they can tie it to Trump with the whole Chinese virus Kung flu hate speech narrative. It's all about the narrative. Always, always. Thank you to uh, Free Natural Biodnutrition who says, Brian Kemp gave an excellent interview on CNBC. You shut them all the way down. Check it out. Brian Kemp, I like Brian Kemp. I like Brian Kemp. I think the whole thing with the election was not really his fault. I think that everybody got caught blindsided with that. And I think he's trying to fix the issues that existed in his state to prevent that from happening again. Let me see. <laughs> this name is funny. Uh, I can't pronounce it, but Joe, Joe Biden said, Joe, it's like a Joe Biden outburst, pretty much. So I'll, I'll name you Joe Biden outburst. Joe Biden outburst says, the governor of Georgia gave a great speech. I'm going I'm to run that back and listen to it, but I like Brian Kim. I really do. Thank you to Serafina for, was that a wow emoji? I appreciate you, Serafina. Thank you. Thank you to Shaggy Boy for... I can't read that emoji, but thank you for the emoji. Thank you to Benjamin who says, Hey, Anthony, love your channel. Do you plan on taking the vaccine anytime in the future? My job is being persistent if you catch my drift. Um, no, I'm good. Thank you for that, though. <laughs> I am totally good. Thank you for your 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 um, concern for me. Shout out to Sinsticks86 who says, Asian hate is pushed to blame anti-China sentiments for the attacks. The woke on social media... The woke on social rush to blame the attacks on those who criticize. MAF Reaction says, just got my similar check today, which I'll be saving. I wonder why Joe Biden's name isn't on the check like Trump was on the first two, on the last two. Because they're going to say that Trump was vain to do that. It's all about the narrative again. Back to the earlier super chat. It's all about the narrative, always. Thank you to Sanyo Kerr for your donation. Thank you to Terrenius who says, you seem like a smart dude, LOL. Uh, a smart dude, ABL. Surprised you can't read. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I, I thought I was, you know, a little bit smart. 
So when I was informed that I could not read a license, I was like, wow, this is news to me. Mark Elias, I mean, what, what would I be without you, sir? Tasha says, you saw where some of the Hispanic community in Chi-Town pushing back on the school being renamed after Barack, said Barack, the deporter in chief. Yeah, hey, I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't blame him for that at all. Thank you to Ron Henderson who says, only citizens should be able to vote on voting day, not days. I agree. Laura Catherine says, ABL, why do you think, who do you think is really calling the shots in the White House? Who is puppet behind the Biden, who is puppet master of the Biden Pinocchio? I think the people that are behind the scenes, the interns, the 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 chiefs of different staff, the the the, the swamp, basically, the old swamp that's been there, the employees have been there for a long time, the aides and the consultants, they're the ones really running the show. Thank you to Abundance America, who says, I guess the term my body, my choice is not is not aging well for the lefties. They can't make up their mind exactly. Thank you to Ryan. So happy Easter, ABL, with the bunny and egg emoji. I appreciate you, boss. Thank you. All right. And what else we got going on? The anti-view says, someone should let America know how racist Delta is for suppressing minority travel. If ID is asked, you must be from Jim Crow past. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Every time I, you know what? I like Delta, too. That's my preferred flight. That's my, that's my preferred airline. I got miles and everything. So... When I go to Delta and I go to TSA, I'm not trying to show my ID. Okay. I, I don't want to show my ID no more. When I go to Hartsfield Jackson, I'd be like, look, I'm black. I don't need no ID because that's racist. That's Jim Crow. Thank you to Miles. But that might not go well with the police. But anyway, thank you to Miles who says, Philly crime rate out of control worse than ever. Man, you know what? It's, it's a whole defunding the police thing, ain't it? They're talking about, oh, we don't need the police. We could do community police. And it's like, this is not reality. They want to take down the glass in some of these uh, stores. All they're going to do is get people robbed and people killed for no reason. Unnecessary. We need to do things that secure people, not just make some people that are woke. They don't even live in the trenches feel good about themselves. They can go back to wherever they live, but they don't live right where all the violence is happening. If they did, then they would not stand for reducing the efforts of the police to be there and control the crime. They're not going to be able to, to kill all the crime, but they're going to be able to have it under control to a certain extent if they can do their jobs effectively. Shout out to Christy Joyce, who says, Lil Nas X will twerk on Biden next. I, I don't doubt it. That's that's going to be the next thing. Uh, Tommy Robinson says, what's your opinion on the outrage over the outrage from the fact that you can't give gifts, specifically water, to people sending in line at polls under the new Georgia law? You can give gifts you can't give food and water to people standing in line, but you got to be a poll worker. You can't be like, you can't be somebody that's like from a campaign. That's all. You, like, you, you can't bribe people to go vote for a particular person, but they can get food and water, just not from certain people. That's all. But again, you know, the media, they, they halfway report stuff. They halfway tell you what's happening and don't tell you the full truth. Um, shout out to BB Sano four who says, love the ABL merch. Can you make car stickers? Yes, I can make car stickers for sure. That'd be next up. I'm also have, uh, license plate holders. I'm gonna do all of that on the store because with this store, I'm much more flexible. I can do a lot more different things. So when I say I can sell soap and stuff, I'm very serious. Um, thank you to FA Ranger Xbox who says you have to add me as a friend on Facebook when I'm not in Facebook jail Need a t-shirt, but I digress. <laughs> Thank you to Anti-View who says, did you see the hands-off 
the handoffs at Cup Foods. No wonder Floyd's friends did not want to testify. I saw at least three, and I had no idea how much he resisted. I did not see the handoffs, but I'm not surprised. He was on drugs, and it's really unfortunate. That's what took his life is the drugs, you know. This is why I say drugs are bad. Simple. Thank you to Elizabeth C., who says, yippee with the emoji, I appreciate you. Thank you to KR Ninja 22 who says, hope, every, hope everyone is having a good week. Just remember, there are millions of patriots by your side. You are not alone no matter how it seems. Where we go one, we go all. Thank you. Thank you to Plumber Works who says, ABO, you're the man. What's your favorite brand of cereal? I'm not a cereal guy because I don't drink milk. But anything sweet, I got a sweet tooth. So give me some Fruity Loops, Fruity Pebbles, whatever they call them. A- anything that got sugar in it, I'm, I'm there. Let's go ahead and get it. Frosted Flakes. But Cheerios are disgusting because I don't drink milk. Thank you to F.A. Ranger who says they want to they want to defund the police because they swear an oath to the U.S. Constitution. Replace them with enforcers. Oh, see, that's 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 the thing right there. You know, they, they don't want to deal with that old quote unquote sheet of paper like they say before. They don't want to deal with a sheet of paper. They want to do whatever they want to do in their mind. DMX overdose on drugs. But I don't think DMX is dead. I don't, I don't know if he got the um the vaccine. I don't think he's really worried about getting the vaccine. He's probably worried about, you know, kicking them drugs. And he's been battling with drugs for a very long time, ever since he came out. Ever since before he came out, he was on drugs. DMX, what, what DMX would do before he came out, this, this, this is not me trying to reveal something. This is widely known information. But what DMX would do when he was coming out, he would... Rob people, take the robbery money and go get high, smoke crack, and then go to the studio and rap. That's what he would do. Not lying. You can look it up for yourself. I think Sheik from The Lock said that on TV or on one of these um, interviews on the, on, on, on the internet. I'm not really sure where he said that, but that's what he would do back in the day when he was um, first coming out. So, yeah, jokes are bad. But on that note, let's get to uh, – hold on. One more here. Plumber Work says – I'm currently eating some Sour Patch Kids. What's your favorite candy? My favorite candy, I'm not necessarily a candy candy guy, but I like Skittles. If I had to have candy, but give me a honey bun. Oh, man. Hey, that's my that's 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 my main thing right there. That's like the the ultimate treat for me. Uh um a, a nice size individually wrapped gas station. Um what's what's the name of the um Lil Debbie, a Lil Debbie individually wrapped frosted white frosting honey bun. I'm we we lit, we lit. You got a party with a honey bun. That's like drinking liquor to me is a honey bun. But anyway, I digress. Let's get to some calls here, and you guys know the drill. The number to call is four three four six five eight one two two zero. Again, four three four six five eight one two two zero. Let me start Skype right quick. If he wants to act right, then that's great. If it's not, then it's not my fault. Blame the white man. All right, let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling here in just a moment. And hold on one second. You're going to get to it. One second here. It just did something I should, it shouldn't have been doing. And 
Okay, there we go. That's perfect. <laughs> this Skype is, is so crazy. Let me go over here and get this right. And that's good. Cool. Let's do this. Nippin, what's going on, sir? Oh, oh God, Vermont. They apparently they're being racist. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't quite catch that part. Who's being racist? Vermont. Oh saying yeah. That that only that something like white people need ID for vaccines. Yeah, that is racist. It's, it's racist to um, only have so-called BIPOC, meaning non-whites, to be able to get the vaccine at a certain point and not whites at the same time. Like, it was a bunch of different things you could do. You could be uh, a healthcare worker. You could be uh, somebody with a bunch of comorbidities or whatever the case. But since you happen to be white, then you don't really quite fit all the special interest groups that they're trying to reach out to. Oh, I don't know. That sounds pretty racist to me. It, it does, And yes. they have the audacity to say that uh, Republicans are racist. Well, well, Vermont is one of the bluest states in the U.S. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure why they're trying to put this whole thing about Vermont like I don't, I don't understand why they had to do that in Vermont. It's just kind of a weird thing to even yeah. talk about. Well, that just pushes it further that the Democrats still are and always will be the racist party. Oh, of course. Yeah, and that nothing's changed. That before it was um uh, Jim Crow, now it's Black Lives Matter and Antifa. The racism's still there. Yeah, it's not. It's not gone anywhere. It's just. It's, it looks different to the general public, but it's the same racism. It's the same, and it said they say the same things as well, but they don't realize it because they they don't know history very well. If they understood history, if they knew history, then they would know what they're doing is not anything new. It's the same old thing, just repackaged. Yeah, apparently it's okay if they do it, but if a Republican does it, oh, it's racist. No, racism is racism. If you if if you call if, if you if you say something bad about about a white person, it's racist. If you say something bad about a black person, it's racist. Right. Now MLB boycotts Georgia. Let me guess. It's another national anthem thing. Well, no, because of the Georgia voting laws. So Major League Baseball decided they wanted to avoid the boycott Georgia over the laws. Because they said the laws are racist. Having the ID to vote is racist. Um, not being able to do whatever you want as far as possibly cheating is somehow racist. So they want to boycott. They, they're going to have the All-Star game there in Atlanta. But because of the new laws, they've pulled out of the All-Star game in Atlanta. And it's going to be somewhere else, some other state in the nation, not Georgia. That's political correctness to the nth degree. Oh, 100%. You know it. And this is only going to get worse the longer Biden is in charge.
Well, it's it's Biden and it's also just this general woke culture that we have that's starting to really creep in in the corporate level. That's the main thing. Unpopular opinion, but I don't think Biden is pulling the strings. Oh, no. Biden has no control over anything that's going on. Biden is just a body. Biden is just an empty suit, basically. A puppet. Correct, a puppet. It's... I think Kamala Harris is doing all the dirty work for him. Not, not even Kamala Harris. I think people behind the scenes are doing stuff because Kamala Harris is also incompetent. She's just not dead like Biden appears to be. Look, look, if this goes on, the U.S. is screwed for the next 12 years. Because I said it in one of the previous live streams, in one of the previous call-ins, that... Biden will resign at some point. Kamala Harris will then take over as president. She will then run for her own term in 2024. She will then run again in 2028, which means this whole decade is run by communist Democrats. That's only if they're able to succeed. I think what George is doing is taking their country back because a lot of the a lot of the election problems happen on the on the state level. If you can get the states back and get them back on track, then you won't have all the things that went on in 2020, which were fraudulent. You won't have all that stuff if each state can maintain itself and not let things be taken from them. If Biden had not won Georgia, Trump would still be our president. Yeah, pretty much. Georgia is what changed everything in that election. Yeah, that, that was that was you know, a main... like Florida, Michigan, Pen- Ohio, usually the ones that decide the election. Pennsylvania. This time it was Georgia that decided the election. Pen- Pennsylvania as well. Pennsylvania was a problem too. And there was a lot of problems in Pennsylvania and Georgia. And if we can get that back on if we can get them back on track, we'll be able to have some success. But if not, it's gonna be a serious problem. But I got a few if more. Not, if not, expect democratic rule until 2033. I think I think we can get out of this, but I got a few more calls on the lineup, and thank you for the call as always. Definitely appreciate it. Oh, you. and before I go, I just want to let you know that I am available to take calls on, for now at least, I'm available to do Wednesdays as well now. Okay, I got you, man. Well, thank you for the call as always. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, I'll see you on Wednesday, ABL. All right, see you then. Peace. Peace. All right. Now the calls are jumping. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Three, no, you're on line. I'm speaking to. Hey, ABF. Ron from Georgia. All righty. What's going on? Oh, man. I'll just, uh, I haven't called you since before the election. The last time I talked to you, and everything we talked about then happened. I said they cheated and everything. Well, you know, even the, even that, we're going to survive, okay? But uh, Georgia, the election, uh, this craziness is going on. It's, just, it's not just voter ID. It's the fact that they got to have cameras where these here boxes going to be and everything like that. It's not just, they can't just go ahead and stuff the ballot no more because they're going to have cameras and all that stuff. Oh no, they don't want that. You know, they don't want that at all. You know, so everything is about control. It's about control, and they're trying to control us more and more. 
I uh, was um, looking at something in an RV today, and uh, somebody asked me, so you don't have your mask on? And I said, yeah, I know. And they said, they got their mask on. Did you get your shot? I said, no, I'm not taking that shot. And they said, you, you're, you're not afraid? I said, well, I'm not sick. I'm healthy. And so uh, I'm not going to take that shot, you know, but, you know, you got your mask, more power to you, you know, went about my business. But, uh, you know, when I'm in a crowd, of course, I might put my mask on in the crowd because I might come into a contact with a New Yorker, you know, so <laughs> don't want to do <laughs> You know, you know, they just kind of way out there. We know where the epicenter uh, uh, came from, and that was it. <laughs> Nothing happening here. You know, let's go to Chinatown. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But anyway, I'm just uh, still, man. I'm just so proud of you and your channel and what you what you're doing. Uh, continue to spread the good news. Uh, continue to give people the hope. You're a good young man. I appreciate you, man. I just wanted to say that. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right then. Bye bye. Great call. Loved it. I got the best callers, I promise. You guys are the best callers anywhere on the internet. Fantastic. All right, let's get to some more here. 215, if you don't learn who I'm speaking to. Hey, ABL, how's it going? Hey, that was all right about yourself. Good. So, uh, real quick, there's a story I looked up on. A, um, I had seen this story, and this takes place in uh, Delaware County, PA, Pennsylvania. So there's this woman, she owns her own business, like a small little business, and she was she she was getting a lot of backlash because what she was doing is she was um she said before if anybody enter her business, they have to show that they have the vaccine shot. Well not only wear a mask, but show that they have the vaccine shot. Like they've gotten a vaccine, show that they're vaccine card and all that stuff. And they said she's been getting a ton of backlash, but you know, other people are saying it's her business, she can do what she wants. I agree with that, but at the same time, I kind of feel like it's not, it's not really any of her business because it's you're she's a, a business owner. She's not a, you know, a health, uh, she's not a doctor. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that that's, that's really kind of out of control because my thing is, all right, you're a private business, but can you just request to invade my privacy like that? Is that what you can do? I'm not really sure that's legal to do that. It shouldn't be legal to do that, to request, to even request to invade my privacy like that shouldn't be legal. And um, I think, really, it's kind of even hard to have any kind of valid thing. Because, all right, let's say you do produce a a, um, a card that says you got the vaccine. I could just make one up myself. I could just make a fake one and give it to you. How, exactly. what you, like, how yep. are you going to even know that it's real or what? You don't know anything. Whatever I give you, what you're going to take. So... I ain't going to have no, I have a, a, a net getter on that's not, that's not giving you no kind of protection. And then the fake card, all this stuff just makes them feel better, but it does nothing to actually help with the stopping of the virus and being transmitted. Exactly. That's really all it is. And, and honestly, to be honest, and if, if say hypothetically, if she's dumb enough to even try to argue with you, oh, this is not a vaccine card. I've had my vaccine. It's like, you're on your way to losing business already. You're just, you're already going to lose business because you're arguing with a customer. You, you know what I mean? You're wasting time. You're wasting their time. So it's like, 
it's just why even go to that shop if you're gonna you're you're gonna enforce your beliefs on other people. It's just like nah, I might as well not even come here anymore. Because what's the point? Right. Exactly. People can't just exactly. And then that kind of thing. I understand people saying it's her business, but at the same time, you are a business. You are not a doctor. You're not a lawmaker. You're not a judge. Stay in your lane. That's what. That's what. That's why she's getting so much. I I understand it's her business, but like. The other people saying, just stay in your lane. You're not a doctor. Just run your business and worry about you. Right on. 100%. And that's, another that's thing I, I wanted to touch on with uh, Philadelphia, because I was, I was seeing all those riots that happened all last year and just all kinds of stuff that happened. And then now that the crime rate is going up and has skyrocketed and we're right next to Chicago, I was like, you know, all the gun violence is going on. You know. BLM is nowhere to be found. It was just nothing but political. And now Tamika Mallory, they're selling cattle. They're trying to sell Cadillacs and all that kind of stuff. After they were just won the Grammy Awards. <laughs> kind of not ironic. It's kind of <laughs> ironic, but it's not a coincidence. I mean, I'm not surprised at all. When I saw that, I had I had no surprise. It was no like no no pro grasping or nothing. I was like, yep, that's pretty much what they do because it's all about money at the end of the day. It's all it's all about the bag. Like like the guy that the yeah. dude the dude D Ray that had the, the blue vest on was real popular in Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter back when they first popped like 2014, 2015. Um, he had a job before he started doing this whole so called protesting thing, making six figures at a school as an administrator. And he quit that job to do this full time. So I'm like, okay, if you quit your six figure full time job to go do this, how much is that paying? A lot more. So I'm not surprised at all. This is and Cap, uh, what's the name? Colin Kaepernick, same another another one, talking about racial yeah. injustice and the white man this, the white man that. But why didn't cut that check from Nike? And it's fine. He go out there, Nike commercials, and capitalize off of the so-called grief and emotion that he's feeling as a black man in America. This this is all just trying to get money. Trying to that's just what it is. Pretty much. And another thing, I want to keep hold hold. I don't want to keep you on the phone all night. I understand you got more callers. Another thing I want to say, I wasn't surprised either when I saw the whole Cadillac, because when I saw your video and another few other conservatives do the same video of them trying to sell Cadillac, I didn't even watch. I was like, oh, well, I'm not surprised because it's just, they're just, they're money hungry. And then I think I've seen a documentary. I've seen something, how they said, how uh, somebody looked up Tamika Mallory and her, her annually wage and all this stuff. And uh, um, they said she's been in this civil rights activist business for 25 years and they saw that they looked up her house and where she lived at it's like holy crap these people are living like kings and queens oh, yeah. it's, it's big money they're living royalty it's big money and, it, and this, this is why people when they say oh you're a grifter abl you're just trying to get money abl it's like are you are you dumb like do you understand how much money black lives matter made in 2020 exactly i mean it's so much money over there it's ridiculous all for being the a victim people... oh sorry Nah, off of being a the victim, that's all. Exactly. A lot of people didn't even know they were taking donations. And another thing about that is, another, I'm going to say this real quick. Uh, another thing a lot of people don't know is that most of the money, oh, yeah. Did I tell you about this one story when you type in Antifa.com? They blocked it now. They blocked it. But before, back in November, December, you were able to type in Antifa.com. It was on YouTube. You type in Antifa.com in Google search, it pops up. Joe Biden, yeah, yeah. Kamala Harris, the White House. I mean, but to be fair, now, to be fair, that, that can that can just be somebody that owns it that just pointed it to that. If I if I own a name, I could do that myself. Yeah, but no, but it was like a whole search engine. You look down the entire first page of Google, White House, 
restricted. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris is just all kinds of stuff. So I'm like, yeah, they're connected with Antifa. And the fact that they try to say Antifa is just an idea, but I've seen videos of them back in 2011 when they were doing the exact same thing in Portland, 2017, 2000, uh, what was it? 2012, 2014, just they've been around for years, but they've gotten much worse and more radicalized. Right on it, man. Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Have a good one, Abiel. I say it to you. Yeah, it's plenty of money over there. You're talking about billions. They, they raised Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter affiliated groups. And just six months after George Floyd died, they raised $10.6 billion. Can I borrow $1 million? How about that? <laughs> like, I mean, ten point six. So... Do you know how much money one billion is? That's one thousand million. One billion is one thousand million. So you're talking about ten thousand million dollars they raised in six months. I mean, even just random podunk scammers getting like five hundred thousand a million on 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 Facebook pages. You know, guys that can't even add two plus two raising a million dollars on Black Lives Matter type stuff. You know, they think, oh, because you happen to be kind of an anomaly artist and I, people don't understand the way this whole stuff works, social media. They don't really get it. Like, I'm just being me, 100% authentically me. And I've always been this way. This is why I just kind of like people, kinda, I stand out a little bit among people because I'm, I'm always like this. But these people on the left, oh, and they're funded, they're supported. Everybody loves them. Not everybody, of course. We don't love them. But on their side, they're loved and they get big money. You're talking about George Soros. You're talking about old world money, different countries, oligarch money, Sultan, Prince. I digress. Let's get to some more calls. All right, I call you online. 857, who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Ivan, man. Hey, uh, <laughs> you got to stop this, man. You got to stop this leading your audience, man. You got to oh. stop. Let's okay, stop. So, so what happened? What I say? Well, stop. Stop over the uh, stop over the vaccine. Stop over COVID nineteen. Stop. What I say? Tell, tell me what I say. That was wrong. Well, so uh, Dr. Lena Wynn, because you said you said that she's uh, she was the director for um, uh, uh, Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Said that she doesn't know what she's saying. She doesn't know what she's doing. Are you seeing her background? Yeah. So you know about her background. Yep. Okay, so you do you know more do you know more than heard about about the virus and the vaccine? I don't know. Oh, you just don't know. So, but then you be critical of her because she's part of Planned Parenthood, and Planned Parenthood say have abortion. Uh, actually, it's only three percent of the abortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, yeah whatever, whatever. I mean, so like the, so, like the thing so, is, okay, if, so if being, hold on, I'm, I'm gonna say okay. wait, caller. Now, if it's only three percent of their services, which is not even true. But if it was true, why not eliminate you know, it? Wait, wait sir, I'm not, question, sir, 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 I'm not done with the question, sir. Sir, sir, I'm not done with the question. Let me answer the. Let me ask the question, <laughs> and then you can answer. So, okay. if abortion is three percent of Planned Parenthood services, why not just end it? Because people donate, and they use these feeders for research. So you're so saying that they, they still got to wait. So hold on. So you're saying they still got to have abortions because they use the dead babies for research? Yeah, some of them they use it for research. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. All right. That's interesting. So why? why so why? Why? Okay. So mention me three abortion clinics in Tennessee. Private abortion clinic in Tennessee. What? 
Mention me the name of three private abortion clinics in Tennessee where you are. I don't know. Why, why would I know that? Oh, so, but you know about Planned Parenthood so much, but you don't know about the abortion clinics. Why, why would I know? Yeah, right, they, why, why would I all know right, right, three dude. abortion I, clinics? I'm, on, I'm not, I'm not looking to get an abortion. You full of it. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm not, gonna, I'm not looking to get. Is, I'm going to talk right quick. I don't want to get an abortion at all. I'm not a woman. I, I not, I, I've never had any kind of run-ins with abortion clinics myself. So why would I know where they are? Why would I just give you, okay, here's the address. Go to X, Y, and Z, Nashville, Tennessee. Why would I know that? That's make any sense. To get abortion. Okay. So okay. next point. Next point. Move along. Okay. So uh, move along. So, I mean, you <laughs> you were critical of, of, of the CDC uh, that, that, you know, I guess they're saying, like, you know, you could, you could travel, you should travel now. And later they say you should not travel. Do you know why they say that? Or you just, you just capture the, the, the title and do you capitalize on your YouTube channel to make some money? Do you ask what is the reason? I don't know. You tell me. Okay. So now, okay, I'm, I'm moving on. So you just don't know. You just capitalize on I the, mean, do the, you know? The, the do you know? But you don't know what. So, so you don't know either. So what are you asking me? I know why. I know what <laughs> so is the reason. So tell me then. I know what is the reason. So tell me then. Well, the reason is because the new stream of the virus in Brazil, in South Africa, and there's some cases in California. In Brazil, the, what, the, the, the new stream killed over a thousand people in less than a week. That's one thing. Okay. They said U.S. travel, not um, international. They said U.S. travel. Well, but, but it is here. So that means it's in so the United States. What, what's the what's the what's the Brazil vac, what's the Brazil strain got to do with America and domestic travel? Well, people move around, people travel. That means you travel into the United States, and then you have the new stream of the virus. They say they don't know if the vaccine, if the vaccine, could protect you for the new stream of the virus. They say they might spell over, but they okay. are not for sure. They're so, not 100% so, 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 do, do they know where this particular new strain is in the U.S.? They're studying now. They're studying about it. That's why you got uh, to okay. listen to the so update. When, so when, when did they figure that out, that it was a new strain in the U.S.? Because they put out... I, well, because, I, wait, I'm, not, I'm not done with the question. I'm not done with the question. Because they put one statement out like four days before the other statement. So did they just find this out within two or three days and then put out a whole new thing? I mean, come on. I can see. I can see. If, I can see if it were like, you know, eight months apart. You're talking about like two or three days apart. It keep changing their stance. Well, then you have to understand, right? You need to have enough data. You only because you see one or two, three cases. That does not mean that that's the question that means, was. That's the question screen. was when did they find out that what they said was wrong because they put a new thing out like two or three days after that. Let me explain to you. Let me explain to you. According to Fauci. He said that it was a yeah, new stream right. in the United States when it, I think it was like two or three, two or three weeks ago, when they saw one or two cases, and they have the same symptoms that the one in Brazil and South Africa. Now they didn't know for sure because again, you can only, you cannot use evidence one or two so people. So you said or three well, people. you said two weeks ago at the at the minimum. So two weeks ago. So why did they have one so, statement out? So why did they have one statement out? Three days before the other statement, when you said it was found two weeks ago, my thing changes, uh, Anthony. Uh, thing okay. changes. So, okay. so, so that is the reason. I just give you the reason that he All said. Right. So you didn't know the reason. Now, okay. the new, the other thing that you talk about the vaccine, you have no clue how the vaccine works. You didn't even bother to read or so. What, or what did I say? YouTube. So what did I say that was wrong? Well, you 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 said so. So you saying that there's more risk 
about taking the vaccine that the virus itself? No, I didn't say that. I said there's there's yeah, risk. You said. You no, said that no. I you said I said I'm gonna talk. You can't talk right now. I said that there's risk in both. There's risk in taking the vaccine, and there's risk in not taking the vaccine. You can either put the vaccine in you, hope that works for you, or let your own immune system just play out and see if it fights the virus off that way. So there's a risk either way. You feel more. You will feel more comfortable getting the virus. Pass it on to other people. I probably the other might harm you. That getting the vaccine. Sixty-one million people already have the vaccine. No, I didn't say that. I want to get the virus. I say that I trust my own immune system to fight the virus off more than I trust the vaccine because the vaccine is not one hundred percent effective either, and it can also give you other kind of problems. So there's risk either way. If you just don't get the vaccine, the risk is that you have maybe a higher chance of catching the virus possibly. But if you get the vaccine, the risk is that you have a higher chance of having other problems that are not the virus and you may even still catch the virus. People that are vaccinated can still catch the virus. That's not true. That's not true. Nothing so you're saying is if true. You, so is a vaccine... That, that I'm on, wait, that so, I'm on, so, so, sir, 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 quiet, sir, sir. Is a vaccine 100%? Sir, sir, quiet. Is a vaccine 100% effective? Yes or no? It's, it's not 100% effective. All right, then, so, I was, like I, so I, I was right. Exactly. So I was right. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you. But that'll be right for you. Thank you for the call. appreciate it. All right. So you can get the vac you can get the virus while still having the vaccine. Now your chances could possibly be lower by being vaccinated, but you still can't get the virus when you have the vaccine. If it's not hundred percent effective, then you still can't get the virus. Period. It's simple. So there's a risk involved by either one. I don't want to put something in my body intentionally to try and prevent from catching a thing that might not reach me or may reach me. Period. All right, let's get to the next one. The number to call, 434-658-1220-870. You're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes, 870. Who am I speaking to? Oh, this is Alan Kirtley. All right. I just wanted to say something. About I, I got a little bit of background noise. Faster? I got a little bit of background noise, boss. Turn down for me, please. Okay. The vaccine passport. Uh, we've already got a law in place to stop all it. It's called HIPAA laws, isn't it? That's what I thought, right? I thought that'd be a violation of privacy if they were able to get your data like that, your personal information. That's what I thought it was. Well, why don't they, why, why can't we just get the HIPAA laws enforced and be done with all this mess? I mean, that's a good idea to me. I think that'd probably be the best way to go about <laughs> it. That's all, I, that's all I had to, I wanted to say, but I appreciate you taking my call. I right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, bye-bye. That's a good point. HIPAA laws are in place, so why not just rely on that? You're going you're gonna to take my information and take my data about my personal medical information. Maybe I want you to have that. Maybe there's laws that back that up. HIPAA violation, HIPAA laws. All right. Yeah, it's a very high survival rate. If you if you get the virus, it's a very high survival rate. Very, very high. All right? Like I said, there's risk involved either way. That's just what it is. So the choice is, what risk would you like to take? Either way, it's going to be a risk. All right. 301, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, how you doing, man, Anthony, man? Um, it's been a couple months since I talked to you. This is Tony. 
part of the hood conservative movement, if you know what I mean. All righty, man. What's going on? Man, just chilling, man. Just listen to some of these crazy cars you got. But um, I just wonder how I'm having um, two little topics I want to talk about. I ain't going to be too long, but I, I wanted to talk about in the black community how some of these older, I don't want to use the N-word, but I'm, I'm going to say Negro. Some of these old Negroes are just holding us back, bro, with this democratic and this, this liberal thinking, bro. Like, the, it's, it's going to be up to us younger folks in the black community, bro, to take this over, man, because these, these older Democrats, they they got their little pensions and they got their little uh, retirement plan, but I went to the pump today. I'm paying fifty dollars. I'm like, you voted for this? <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Like, these, what you about to say? Nah, I said I said you're right on point, man. Every time I go to the pump, man, I got a whole PlayStation game and all of that. It's like this is too much, man. Bruh, these older liberals in our community have to get dealt with, man. Like you see. Roland Martin, that younger gen, that younger man, he disrespected them. He just these older dudes, bro, haters, bro, because they know that this younger generation of black folks, bro, we we doing our research and we getting off this liberal movement, man, because the black community, bro, is not for extinction, bro, but about twenty fifty, bro, and I'm I'm happy that so many younger black folks, bro, it's up to us to take that black community in our hands, bro, to get this this race back together, bro, because. You'd be surprised how many conservatives in the black community, but we get shamed. And my next question is this. Okay, so I got two uncles in my family. They're cops. And um, I, I was never an angel back in the day. I was always, I had my little moments growing up in Washington, D.C., going crazy, doing wild things. But uh, now I'm a successful black man doing my thing at a younger age. But I'm going to tell you, black folks, bro, with the police, some of the stuff I did, bruh, and just fighting and doing big crazy things, bruh, the, bruh, the police are not just killing black folks, bruh. They're not just beating black folks, bruh. It's to the point now with the police department, and I went on a ride along last Tuesday. The police department got to the point now where, especially white cops, they don't even want to deal with Negroes. They're like, bruh, I'll pass that call. I'm not, I'm, I'm not dealing with these Negroes, bruh. That's how crazy the media got to police. It's not even fun to be a cop no more. But that's all I wanted to say, man. I love your show, man. Keep doing your thing. I love black conservatives. This movement is growing strong. But that's all I wanted to say. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. All right. Great call. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of us are just starting to realize what's going on. A lot of the older guys, a lot of the older guys think about them. Yeah, you're quite, like, come on, come on. You want to come in? What's going on? I can't come in the door playing around anyway. Um, a lot of the older guys, they are going to become irrelevant because the younger guys are going to become more successful. We're going to be really moving around, being more international, more traveling. A lot of these old guys, Roland Martins of the world, are really irrelevant. They are pigeonholed into their one little space. They don't branch out, and they can't compete with us. And when you see the hate, the hate is a good measure of how you're doing with your, with your career, whatever you got going on. If you are a successful person, you're going to have people that hate because it's, it's going to breed envy. Success breeds envy. So the Roland Martins of the world, when you see the hate that the vitriol and stuff like that, they know that we are the wave. We are the future. We are going to just overshadow them. 
So they're trying to hate on us to bring us down to where they are, but they're not going to be able to do it. And as more of us come out, like the young man, King Randall, 21 years old, young black man, working, grinding, put his own money up, money from his friends and his family, bought a school for young boys. He adopted, at 21 years old, adopted young boys into his home and is giving them life skills, giving them trades, giving them what they need to go out there in the world and become somebody from, from court. I'm talking about teenagers from court doing that for real, not waiting on the white man or the government to do it. Roland Martin don't like that because he is relying upon the government. The Tamika Mallory's of the world and the Colin Kaepernick's of the world rely upon the government. They rely upon these people to go out there and give them things to do superficial stuff like sell Cadillacs, Nike shoes. All right. Rather than going out there and building life skills and trades they can do to help themselves get money in the future. So we're going to be the, we're going to be the guys that people come to, to get stuff. Guys are out there hungry. Don't know where to go. They're going to come to us. Not these old fools like Roland Martin. What, what, what can Roland Martin do for anybody? Tell them how to shop at a flea market to get African American, African style outfits. But I digress. All right. Next call. And the number to call is 434-658-1220. Hey, I see y'all at the door. I see y'all. I see y'all feet at the door. I see your shadow at the door. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next one. All righty. 304, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? How's it going, ABL, brother? Everything's all right. How about yourself? Good, uh... It's been a while since I've called in. I called in. I used to call in regular about two, three months ago. Uh, I doubt the chat remembering, but God, shout out to the chat. But I started working there, and you're the only video I go to every day. I come in home from work, join the American workforce, and you're the only videos I watch after work before I go to bed, man. Thank you for that, man. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. You're the best. I just want to say, uh, I went out and bought me a gun today, uh, a big, it ain't too big, a Henry twenty two rifle. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm not sure if you ever shot one or not, but, man, they're they're a classic. That sounds sounds fun to me. A lot of fun. Yeah, I got me a good deal on it. I love it, man. I got just the sights on it, but if the government tries coming and getting it, by God, they're in for a hurting. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I was going to get into about uh, Plosi uh, trying to steal that house seat there. I'm not sure if you talked about it. I just tuned in on your show. Uh, but if they if she tries to steal the house seat two or three months after elections, can we go ahead and try to steal the presidency two or three months after election? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, that's that's the latest, biggest bunch of BS. Man, she tried to steal that house seat. I was like, what? What? Come on. That's, what was she thinking? I can't call it, man. What do you think about all that, man? I don't, I don't think you... Have you talked about it on your, any of your videos? Or, I mean... I'm not sure you have, have you? I think, I, think they just, I, think, I think they're playing games with people, really. You know, putting these people on, certain, on these certain houses. Just, they're playing games, rubbing it in people's faces. That's really what it is. It's not for nothing else. I can't really see... Another reason why they would do something like that, other than to be playing games and just to be petty. Yeah, try to show their power and yeah stuff. Right. Well, they can't flex that muscle on me. I know. 
My God, I know the receipts on them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to talk to you, A.B. I'll let you get, get on to your other callers, but first time I've called in two or three months, so I to do it today. <laughs> Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you as always. Okay, I'll see you, A.B. Yeah. I'll right. call you on down the line. All right, now, take care. Yeah, shout out to the caller. And that accent is real. That's a West Virginia accent. I know that anytime, anywhere I hear it, because that's where all my family from on both sides. That's where we all come from. So shout out to Doug V, West by God, West Virginia, 304, all that good stuff. All right? The best, the best state in the country, Doug V. All right, let's get to some more here. Let's go 601. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, uh, uh, hey, it's Justice. All right, what's going on? From good old Mississippi. Now let me stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, before we talk, can you please put on a face mask? I don't want to. I don't want to catch COVID <laughs> over the lawn. You know, that's a thing now. <laughs> hey, man, I can't. I can't do nothing for you, man. I, I know I'm. I'm immune. You know, I, I identify as having the um the vaccine. You identify having the vaccine. That's what? right. <laughs> All right. I did got to get on your head, though, for one thing. Um, oh, and I just drew blank on it. I just drew blank on it. I was going to talk about something that you made a video about. Uh, dang it. Well, how how you been while I look this up? Because I forgot. <laughs> Well, man, you got, you got to get it together, man. You got to tighten up now. I know, right? Okay. Um. The, oh, that's what it was. The um, the DC Capitol stuff. So you know how they got around this vehicle, right? Yeah, into into he, the he barrier. Ran the vehicle to the police officer. See, here's my only here's my only thing about that. I want to know why that police officer was in front of the barricade to begin with. I don't know where he was. I still not heard that yet because I was wondering about that. I was like, was he in front of the barrier, beside the barrier? I don't know where he was or what exactly happened. So I don't, I don't really know too much about that whole thing because you know they they ain't gonna follow up on it because it doesn't fit the narrative. So I don't know all the details, but I would, I would like to know what's going on with that. But like the thing is, like those barriers, like you know when the vehicle's coming. So I'm like the way they are. Like so I'm trying to figure out like how did he not see the vehicle. And well, if he did, I, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, how did that work? I don't, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I don't know how that exactly happened or where they were. And I can't really speak on how it could have happened until I know more details. Okay. I guess so. Um, so, oh, that's what it was. That was the other thing. So I see Ivan, he doesn't get on your head about this, but I know how you all talk about like cancel culture. Do you know where cancel culture came from? No. It came from the right, you know, like conservatives are using the word blackballing. So it actually came from blackballing. And that was always a thing when it came to like actresses and musicians and football players. And a good example would be Colin Kaepernick. And uh, uh, he was blackballed. I, I I, and nah, I see nobody had a problem about nah, it. No, but no. Because, lady, no, wait, wait, wait. I got I to gotta challenge you on that one because Kaepernick, what Kaepernick did was mess business up with the NFL. That was an NFL decision. It wasn't a, a right decision because I'm going to tell you something. Michael Vick went to jail for dogfighting. People hated Michael Vick for the dogfighting. On the right, hated him. 
he was in jail and everything and still was able to come back and play more years in the NFL after that. But Kaepernick did not play anymore because, number one, his skill was diminishing. And number two, he was a distraction off the court. I mean, off the, on the field and off the field. So it was him. Skills, his, skills, his skills were declining. And he was a distraction. But Michael Vick, on the other hand, was not fighting any more dogs. And he was still very good on the football field. That's why he was still able to come back. And the whole black thing doesn't work because for a long time, I didn't even know Kaepernick was black. But Michael Vick is obviously black. So that, that whole thing doesn't even really fly. It's a matter of your skill and your ability to offset your drama and distraction off the field. Well, I was mainly getting on the point where you were talking about Shannon, how like Shannon, uh, like, you know, how she got fired. I don't know if you know that, but um, she who, got fired. Who got now. fired? And yeah, she got fired. Who? Shannon Os- Osborne. Sharon. Now she quit. Sharon. She, she, I, th- I, th- I think she left. She left. Uh, well, okay. Well, so they told they. They're saying, well, they're saying she got fired, but resigned, fired, quit. Either way, she she got kicked. She's not there anymore. Okay. Um. So I was just, and I, I just found it weird that they're like, well, that shouldn't have happened. She's friends with the royal family. You gotta understand her. But then, like, people have been getting blackballed forever. You know, canceled, as you would say. So it's not nothing new. And she kind of got herself in that situation. No, I mean, what did she do? She she was friends with her, she was friends with somebody who sympathized with the way the Queen's family them acted, the way they treated Meghan. Nah, she actually so didn't. She actually didn't. All she was saying was that Piers Morgan was not a racist. She she didn't. She actually disagreed with what he was saying. She didn't even agree with what he was saying, but she was just saying he's not a racist. I don't agree with him, but he's not a racist. That was what she was saying. But because she defended Piers Morgan, that was a problem. It wasn't even about the royal family. It was about Piers Morgan. Yeah, but he's considered racist. And if, if you defend who, somebody who, who, who's I racist, mean, but why is he considered racist? What did he do? What did he do? Yeah. He defends the royal family, and they have a whole long history of racism. Like when what? you defend somebody, I, it's like, for example, you talking about like how I, if I defended Black Lives Matter and I'm not out there. And you said if I defend Black Lives Matter, then I'm also the problem. You said that. Okay. So now, how, how are we going to link the, the royal family to Black Lives Matter? Are, are they out there uh, rioting and tearing London apart? Like, what's going on? I don't know what they're doing in the UK. <laughs> so I don't understand how we're linking Black Lives Matter to the royal family and how that links to Sharon Osbourne saying that she does not agree with what Piers Morgan said about Meghan Markle and the royal family. She said, I do not agree with what he said, but I don't think he's a racist. So I don't understand how you're going to say that a person who says they did not agree with what somebody said when they were defending the royal family can be linked to them just because they wanted to defend them as a person in their character. You can have a person's character be separate from what they support if you are defending somebody. I digress. He still... (laughs) He still defended the family. He still hangs around him. But what's that? What's that got to do right. with Sharon Osbourne? She said she didn't agree with his stance. So what's that got to do with her? If you he if you if you, if you come on here, if, wait wait wait. If, if you if you come on, hold okay. on. Let's let's. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you this, and we wrap it up. If you come right. on here and say, "Hey, I support Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is great," but I might know you personally, and I may know you your character. That you're not necessarily a racist person. 
I would like, yeah, man, they support Black Lives Matter. I don't support that, but I don't think they are a racist person. I know them personally. I'd have been in their house. I didn't have cookouts and barbecues. He's a nice guy, but he just is politically misguided. I can say that and defend you while at the same time not defending what you say about something else politically. How does that make me wrong when I say I don't defend you on that, but I defend your character because I know you personally? How does it implicate me as somehow being wrong? I think it all just depends. I think I'm right about that. And if anybody in the chat, we, 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 we'll, we'll, give, we'll give it to the chat. If the chat says that what I'm saying is correct, y'all let me know. If my man on the phone right now from Mississippi, if he is correct, y'all let me know. We'll leave it at that. We'll just do a little poll right here on the stream. They're going to agree with you. <laughs> I mean, hey. I'm, They're die hard Trump. Make America great again. It's not even about Trump. It's not even about Trump. It's about just something basic. Something basic, man. What do you say? It's not even about Trump. It's about just basic humanity. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can disagree with you on the political thing, but I may know you as a person and defend you. Now, I got family members that don't don't like what I say, but I'm still, this is my family still. I'm still defend them just because I know them personally and how they are and how they act toward me. I'm going to defend that part, but at the same time, not defend what they talk about when it comes to things I don't agree with politically. That's basic facts, but I got a few more calls online. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you as always. All right, you too, man. All right, now. Yeah, shout out to the caller, but that was a good one, though, because it's just a matter of, look, I don't support that over there. I may not agree with it 100%, but I know you. You're a good person. I know your, your, your mama, your grandmama, all of them, everybody's cool. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. I got family right now that I would say that about. Right now, today. Okay? Good family that hate Trump. I'm talking about hate with a capital H. You understand what I'm saying? Capital H, capital A, capital T, capital E. Yet, I'm a defender because of who they are as a person that I know aside from the political weird stuff. All right. Let's get to some more here. The number to call, 434-658-1220-818. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi. Um, first off, I'd like to go ahead and say, uh, uh, love your show. Uh, I watch it time to time and, uh, you know, you're, you're doing a lot of good things. Um, but there's, there's something that I feel that needs to be pointed out. Uh, a lot of people are complaining quite a, quite a bit and, uh, the difference between race and nationality, you know, uh, it, there, if, if you talk about Mexico and Mexicans, it's, it's a niche, it's a nationality. There, there's there's uh, white Mexicans, black Mexicans, and Latino uh, Mexicans, and uh, you know even with Asians, you know they they talk about China, and if you uh, talk bad about China, somehow you're a racist. It all kind of brings back uh, to Family Guy. I don't know if you ever saw that episode where you have Peter Griffin going, "Oh my God, it's Jackie Chan," you know. And the thing is, it's like like uh, my kids are mixed race, Asian. But they're not Chinese descent, you know. It's like saying that every Asian is Chinese. Now, wouldn't you consider that to be the racist comment? Yeah, that that would be. Yeah. So it's like um, I don't think that uh, people know how to separate the two. That's always conflated uh, between nationality and race. I mean, it's like also with uh, a Guatemalan or a Peruvian. You call them Mexican, they're going to get angry. But right. You know, when you hear CNN constantly saying, hey, uh, you know, they just don't want brown people up to the border. 
people south of the border, not everybody's brown. You know, you look at Peruvian. Uh, you know, they're 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 mixed with a lot of Japanese and Chinese. Their food uh, similar. Uh, a lot of uh, influence from that. And uh, you know, I even know a lot of Peruvians that speak Japanese. And uh, you know, I just I it's something that I feel that people need to start looking at that. You know, saying hey, you know, nationality is not the race. You know, and it's the same thing. Like uh, I, I've asked people years ago because everybody celebrates Irish uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day, and uh, you know, my my uh, my family's from Ireland. I was like, like you know, people always making fun of Irish people. Then is that would they consider that racist? And they say no because your nationality does not uh, predict your race. And uh, I always found that to be very true. And uh, uh, it's something that I think the media is constantly uh, pushing, you know, the wrongful narrative. And I don't think people are listening enough. Right now, I'm with you, man. I- I'm-, I'm definitely with you. I understand that. But, um, you know, the media, they-, they push whatever they want to push for their own reasons. It doesn't have to be correct or anything of the sort. It's just whatever they want to push for their narrative, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Sorry, I apologize. I probably didn't hear you. If, you, if, I, if I spoke over you, I, I, I just realized uh, the ear went over, and I, I, I probably spoke over you. I didn't realize. And that's all good, man. Don't even worry about it. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. And, uh, you know, thank you. Thanks oh, the- and one other thing, too. Go ahead. Uh, you know, I always tell people, because, uh, they, you know, people always say, you know, POC or BIPOC and all this other stuff, and then you got white people, and then, uh, I mean, you got People of color and non-color, you know, it's like last time I saw, you know, whites of color too, you know, we're, we're all in the same, you know, we're on the same box. Right on, man. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you very much. All right. Shout out to the caller. Thank you all for being here. If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far, please get a video with thumbs up. Also share the video, like the video, do all that good stuff. And of course you got to subscribe. If you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. I don't know what I got to do. But go ahead and subscribe to the channel right now. All right. Let's get to some more calls here. Let's go. 978, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. It's Steve Baldessari calling with American Patriots Forgotten Country. How are you? Everything's all right, man. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Just been listening to your show, listening to everybody on the um, on the line and what they're saying. And... Um, you know, although I think these things we're talking about are important, I think we should be paying more, you know, attention to the election fraud and the Sidney Powell case and what the mainstream media is doing to smear her and pretend it's all over because it's really heating up. I mean, I don't know if you've been like paying attention to that at all. Um, but Dinesh D'Souza just shared like a four part segment on his Rumble channel, for example. So everyone should go check that out if you haven't. Um, I think it was released today, all the parts, if not the most recent one. And it really just gets into how crooked the entire U.S. government is, including the Republican Party, even for being complicit, you know, in all of this election fraud. So have you seen that by any chance? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's really, I mean, I, I think each part is about six, seven minutes. So we're talking about a total of 28 minutes between them all. And it's, I mean... You guys got to listen to this. It's just unbelievable. Um, you know, the DOJ, the FBI, the, the rhinos, the Democrats, 
the people that Trump had around him and the White House, you know, the um, the deep state swamp that he didn't drain, uh, his inability to take action. Um, this is, I mean, we're at war right now, okay, and nobody's fighting. And we need, we really need to consider as Americans fighting back. I mean, this is the, the nature of the situation, you know, it's pretty scary, but it's not. Um, what else is going on with you, though, ABO? Everything's all right, man. I'm just over here doing my thing. You know, can't complain too much at all. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if I could real quick, do you mind? Maybe I'm going to close with this and let you get to the other callers here. I just wanted to give a shout out, if I could, to my um, my Telegram channel, American Patriots for God and Country, only because I know you and all your followers are exactly the kind of people that I would want following my channel there. So if you're interested, check out American Patriots for God and Country. And also, uh, I'll close with this. I have a business called American Patriots Apparel that out of the ashes of the cancel culture, man, I have re-raised time and time again because they have canceled my my jobs. They fired me from jobs. They took down my website, even Shopify did. Uh, other companies have been targeting me and Antifa, you name it. So I rebuilt it out of the ashes. It's not where it was, but it's getting back to it. You know, definitely buy ABL's merch and check out AmericanPatriotsApparel.com as well. Thanks for having me, ABL. I thank you for the call. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. All righty. Thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. The number to call 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let's go ahead and get to it. 908, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? How you doing, man? Chris speaking. How are you? Doing pretty good, man. Can't complain about yourself. Pretty good. Big fan of your work. Oh, thank you. Appreciate you. So, so let, let me get at this. I mean, coming from where I'm at right now, you don't hear a lot from people like me where, you know, I'm not a Republican, not a Democrat, not registered to vote. I'm in my 40s. You know, if it was up to me, I'd like to stay out of the game completely. I'm not really for the uh, playing the lesser of the evils, you know. I don't really think the system's working for us to begin with. Yeah, but with that said, you know, it doesn't mean I can't see what's going on. And I guess never before has I really been so worried about one of the sides. And the Democrats, man, have been acting rather crazy, implementing some crazy stuff, talking some crazy hate, even allowing some violence. And I mean, honestly, I don't know how it's allowed. Just to kind of strip away all the, uh, you know, all the facts from what's going on, let's look at the problem. You know, we have half of America who have voted one way. Not only do we have half of that America, but we got some people even on the other side that kind of look at it and saying, you know, something with this election wasn't right. Now, I say with that alone, you know, with this being America, if we don't look at that, we can't allow this to go on because then this isn't America after that. Now, I don't know how far this has to go for people to actually, you know, take action. And, you know, they love to twist the words around and not call for violence, but, you know, a call for action where we all get together and, and, and say, stop, you know, this isn't right. This isn't how it's done. No matter the sides, it's not about sides. It's about honesty. And no, no matter the side you're on, you're going to want that honesty. You know, what does it have to take for us to actually do something? 
Well, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sure what you would say should be done. So with the, uh, let's take the elections, for example. You know, we can say that a lot of things weren't done kosher. How can we, how can people who put their faith in voting go on from this point on and say, oh, uh, don't worry, the next time will be different? Well, I think, I think what they did in Georgia was definitely what we should be doing across the country because each state has control over their voting systems. And if the state does not have control, literally, in the true sense, then that's when things go haywire and things can be taken up under your feet. So I think what Georgia did was definitely what should be mirrored across the country, just to make sure everything's on point and secure and you have a truly fair and free election. That's what should be done all over the country. I mean, that, yeah, it's great for, for one of those states to do that, but we got a lot of states where, you know, they're not even looking at the, the fraudulence or what could be. Well, this, this, uh, this, this, is, this, is why, this is why you have to really be on the ground in your individual state, getting people in the office that are going to make sure that things go the right way on a local election. A national election is a whole different animal. Although it happens locally, it's a different animal. We got to make sure things are happening on the ground in our states to get the right people in there. That's the only way you're really going to be able to go about it. Anything else is not even really uh, realistic. For sure. I, I definitely see that, you know, a local level is most definitely more important. What, what I would like to see though, that the United States is most definitely lacking, you know, and I've, I've had the luxury to you know, go around the world a little bit. I got my, I have family in South America. I got family in Italy. You go to countries that have less, and what I see there that I don't really see here is that community, just the, the people, just building that community. I mean, even today, you can't conversate with people. You can't have an, a different point of view and that just alone being okay, because somehow you thinking differently, you're now offending that person. You're wronging that person in a sense. Yeah. So there's really no... You know, there's no constructive criticism. It doesn't seem like there's no way forward the way we're going. I'm with you, man. Wait, I th- thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Great talking to you, man. Take care of yourself. All right. Now, thank you. All right. Let's go to the next one here. 402, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Adam, what's going on, man? And not too much, man. What's happening? Nothing. I was listening to your last point. You're making a good point. You can agree with people or disagree with them and still be friends with them. So you're making a good point. Another point too is same thing happened to Tim Tebow, you know, because of God, nobody's talking about that. So, you know, it happens to white people too. It's not a big deal. Things happen, you know, um, in the NFL, they want to keep away from controversial things. So, well, for, for some, some, for some parts of it, but anyway, the reason why I called you is I want to talk to you about, uh, the way everything is going, how is it compartmentalized, but at the same time, so strategic? And I kind of want to get your thoughts on that. It's kind of a broad question. I'm not really sure what you mean by it. I'm, I'm not sure what you, what your question is. Okay. So uh, I looked at your headline that I've been trying to call in a little bit, so I haven't really been paying attention too much, but just the way everything is going with transgenderism, um, anti male, female, uh, the way the political left is you know moving everything towards all this weird ungodly stuff 
And I just kind of wanted to get your point on how is everything, you know, with the, like your, your one headline says that the uh, MLB is banning uh, the all-star game in Atlanta, you know, everything going on. How does it seem like it's coming from all different directions, but at the same time, it's all centered at one, one thing. And I feel like it's like trying to destroy and divide America, no matter what, that's it. Well, it's all the people that, have a, a particular agenda they all kind of work together so you have antifa you have the politicians you have the media they're all pretty much on the same team working towards one direction and i felt like a lot of the antifa type people they're driven by what the media says and the media is driven by what the politicians do what, what they're trying to accomplish whatever the politicals on the left want to do the media are going to help them in that aid in that end and then the foot soldiers are going to pretty much react to whatever the media reports. That's how that works. It's all kind of going together like that. Like you said, so you, you just, you just described a bunch of the compartments of the whole machine. And, you know, I feel like there's just one driving force that's just pushing that all through. And I feel like it's Satan, man. I really do. I feel like it's the devil trying to just divide America, uh, you know, cause we're the most prosperous country on the planet and just, you know, they can't beat us. People, other countries can't beat us straight on with a war. We're just too powerful. So they got to defeat us with inside. And that's why they try and separate us racially and all that stuff. And it's sad that I'm watching your channel and only 2,000 people are watching right now. The other night I was watching Candace Owens um, uh, with the other guy. There's only like 699 people watching. And it's like, are you kidding me? These are the people who are talking about real stuff in America and nobody's watching. They're watching all this garbage on TV. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just sad. Well, I mean, I think, I think we're getting it out there. The message is getting out there. You know, people, people, regular normies that are out there that don't understand what's going on, they're not really going to be tuned into politics like that. They're going to kind of be entertained by just kind of mindless nonsense. That's just the reality of what it is. Now, those that need to know, I think they're becoming more aware. Uh, the younger generation, they're becoming more aware. And I think that once we keep on going, you can't just give up. You can't get discouraged and see numbers that you think should be more and get discouraged you got to keep on going to keep building more and more and more because the left, they're going to keep on going. You see what's going on with the, uh, the white house, um, and their, uh, their live streams. Nobody's watching. They're getting ratio, but they don't care because they're going to keep going and going and going. It's, it's a never ending thing on their side. And we have to have the same mentality on our side. It doesn't matter how bad things look. It doesn't matter how bleak the, you know, if you can't even see if it's fog in your face and you can't see where the road is, you got to keep on going because that's how they do on their side. And if one side blinks, if one side shows any kind of weakness, then the other side's going to gain an advantage. That's just what it is. No, you're spot on. You know, it seems like to tune into the news for the average folks, they're listening to Comedy Central and watching Saturday Night Live or something instead of, uh, you know, whatever else. And you're right. Nobody's watching Biden. Nobody cares about Biden. It's like they come around during voting time and then they pass out until the next next time around. They're not paying attention like conservatives are. And, you know, I'm preaching this stuff to my kids, my friends, you know, anybody I can come across to. I'm like trying to tell them facts and stuff about everything that's going on. So I appreciate what you do. I watch your channel. I'll check you out again. And uh, God bless my man. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Yep. All right. Shout out to the caller. Most certainly appreciate him. Great call. And thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. Couldn't do it without you. Could not do it without you. 
All righty. Let's get to some other ones here. And let's go ahead and get her done. 720, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? This is Andrew in Oregon. All righty, man. What's going on? Hey, BL. You rock, man. All right. So uh, I got a question. All right. So um, my sister brought up a point with um, with the new Georgia law that's passed for, for the voting uh, thing. And I already know that black people and black Americans and people of color who are Americans, uh, and they support it as voter ID. They don't have a problem with it. I know that they uh, they say that you can't have water in line, but that's not correct. You can't have water. It just needs to not be from a party, and it can't be from the voting workers, but you can have that in line. Just no gifts from the parties, and they have to be at least like 30 feet away from the, the booths. And uh, I know that they cut down the months to three months uh, instead of the six months or whatever to do that. And I, I know that you can – they do like uh, you just have to register once for like elderly people and stuff and, and you don't have to keep registering and stuff. But she brought up that you, she brought up that you would have to, um, that if you're in line and it reaches 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., you have to get kicked out of line. You can't vote. She said that that was something that is now part of that law. And I just wanted to ask, have you heard of that or do you know? That's not true. I'm not sure where that came okay. from. I, there, there's something about the, there's something about the, I think they have a, a longer time you can be. I, th- I think there's a longer amount of time that they allow you to get in line, depending upon where you live mm. in Georgia. But now nah, if you in line, then you good. Okay. Okay. That was wrong. Cause it, it didn't sound right to me. Cause yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> I, I I had one other question. It's unrelated to politics, really. All right. Um, uh, you, you were you and uh, some other guys, like three or four other guys, you know, with the rotating uh, roster. You guys would go on to. Um, you guys would go on to uh, uh, Brandon Tatum's show and do that group thing, and uh, I didn't hear what. Why did that stop happening? You said what? You said what happened now? Yeah, what happened with uh, Anthony Bryan? Uh, no, huh, sorry. What happened with Brandon Tatum in the in the show you guys are doing with the 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 group, the three or four guys? Oh, the, the previous show. Well, Brandon just got real busy. Like everybody's busy, so it just the time. It just wasn't enough mm-hmm. time for him to continue to do it because Brandon's a very busy person. Oh. So it's just like you know he, he he was trying to get it and he was just just running too ragged. So it was just, it was just a matter of time. So he's just been able to get oh, some okay. time set aside to go ahead and start to try to resume it. Oh, okay. That's great. I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy to hear that. All right. Well, good luck. God bless. Thanks for taking my call, sir. I thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Thanks, Mike. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we do, we're trying to get that Thursday show back for sure. That Thursday show, that was definitely a good show. We're trying to get it back. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's get to some more. And the phone lines are jumping. I'm going to try to get to them as soon as I can, so y'all just hang tight. Hang on in there. 
I'm going to try to get to him. And let's do... Three one two, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? You're speaking to Joseph. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm glad I got through. Uh, I'm, I'm glad, glad you're I got through. Glad you're able to get on. Man, me too. I was tried like thirty four times calling. Now, one of the earlier calls mentioned like I feel so such on edge to voice my opinion if someone doesn't like it. Now that is a big problem to me because I accept their opinion. Right. Even if I don't agree with it and this whole <clears throat> immigration thing and the children coming over with with no parents, I think that's torture for them. And uh, I would like to get your thoughts on those two. Comments. Now, you said something about the, the immigrants coming over with no parents. And what was the other one? Yeah. Oh, well, I feel like sometimes I can't voice my opinion. Well, I don't oh. like uh well, Batman. Uh, okay. we, we don't like Batman. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, this is getting wild. Yeah, I understand. Now, I'm going to talk about the opinion thing first. I mean, that's just kind of how it is, like, especially nowadays where everybody's so triggered, everybody's so on edge, everybody, you know, opinions are so harmful. People just need to stop being so soft and just get back to kind of being normal human beings, being able to hear different opinions, different points of view, and not let it just offend them so much. I think that's just a matter of, social media playing into it. People just, you know, went in the fight and went in the always battle over the smallest of things. You know, back in the day when I was growing up, it wouldn't really be that big of a deal. You can have an opinion about a thing and not get a stone thrown at your head. So I think people have become more soft and, you know, are just not really willing to hear different um, pieces of information. Now, some people are not that way. And that's what I like to be around. I like to be around people that are not soft and not so weak about everything. Now, as far as the illegal aliens coming over with no parents, a lot of that is human trafficking. It seems so torturous to me, Tim. Yeah, a lot of that is human trafficking. It's like illegal. A lot of these people are, a lot, a lot of the children are being sold by people. They're kidnapped and sold. So this is really a tragedy when it comes to just humanity. A lot of them are not, you know, they're not, they're talking about, on the news, they said a nine-year-old walked by himself from Guatemala. It's like, come on, stop it. This is, this is human trafficking. Oh that's going, right, this is human trafficking that's going on. And that is the bigger issue that I feel like is often being neglected and ignored. Not you. I'm not kidding. That is what is so really unnerving to me. They have to know that these kids are trying to come across without any parents. And people is and mean people, I mean, mean people just will just try to do anything to them they can. And Biden has a chance to stop it, but he doesn't. Right, of course, because so, they're not they're not really worried about the welfare of these children. They're just worried about the political narratives. That's all they're concerned about. No doubt, AB. I've been watching you for about three months now. You are like ninety percent of what I think, which is great. And I really appreciate your show. Don't stop. I'm going to subscribe. I haven't subscribed yet. I'm subscribing right after I get off the phone with you. And uh, thanks for the voice. Keep it up, ABL. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. One more thing. All right, go for Power it. Power to America. I know. Thank Power you. Power to America. That's it. <laughs> All right, thanks. Bye. All right, shout out to the call. Great call. Let's get it some more here. 772, you don't know who am I speaking to? Linda. Old lady Linda. 
Alrighty, what's happening? I'm happy to you taking my call. It's a wonderful night. Happy like, birthday to me. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Know. you. 58 uh, years old tonight. Well, uh, I'm glad you called in too much. So, <laughs> I have a 37-year-old son. Are you about 37? I'm I'm right. I'm 30. I'm 36. So you're about the same age. Nice to meet I'm glad I know you because I look forward to Wednesdays. I look forward to your Saturdays. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Some nights, though, your callers are terrible. <laughs> just letting you know, but they are sometimes. <laughs> you know, they have to learn how to stop saying, um, 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 stop saying that. And, you know, get your thoughts pulled together, little guys. You know, get your thoughts pulled together. No, no, no doubt about anyway, it. <laughs> we need to really talk about Trump and the immigration situation and these little kids thrown over the fence. I mean, this world is really bad right now. I know it's hard to talk about on the air, but you can't hear my voice shaking. <laughs> I'm glad to know you. But it really is sad the way Trump, I don't know, this guy who's in there tripping all the time. I mean, this guy, they put him there. Look at the stack of stuff he had signed the first day, right? Who put all that there? That's who really put me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, Anthony, I'm glad I know you. I'm an old white woman. My first marriage, my first daughter, my first husband is 15 years older than me. He's 73. Mm -hmm. His first wife was black. So he has a half black daughter. Mm. My first daughter. I was seven when she was born. But anyway. (laughs) So I know that the difference, a lot of different things with blacks and whites and how it should be. So I'm hoping we get there someday. But I'm going to celebrate my birthday and say I'm happy to know you. Well, and enjoy your special day, and I thank you for calling in. Definitely appreciate you. Well, I plan on calling back and not being nervous because I'm a little drunk, so just saying. <laughs> yeah. Just smile. It's all good. Oh, okay. All right. Have a great night. Thank you. Have a great night. Kiss your family. Be happy. All right. All righty then. Shout out to the callers. Hey, just I'm not. Hey, no, 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 nothing. You know me. I'm not. But I'm just saying, if you didn't had a few little, a few little sips, you might not want to call in because you think you sound great. Like you singing in the shower. You singing like um, <laughs> an opera song, perfectly on key in tune. But in reality, it's a little bit different. You, you understand what I'm talking about? But I digress. All right, let's get to the next one. And thank you all again for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internet. Let's go. 780, you're on the line. I'm going to speak to you. All right. Hi, Anthony. Hey. Liza Jean calling from Lockdown Canada. All righty. Lockdown Canada. Is that, is that what's happening right now? Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad and getting worse, but... I just bless each day because 
if it's going to get worse, then we need to be very happy for the day that we have, you know? Um, I was just um, with family, but I just joined the show, and I have a question for you. Uh, I have been watching the George Floyd child the last week. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching these lawyers. I know that the entire world is, uh, they've got their eyeballs on this. And I think that people are going to riot no matter what the outcome. But it's very interesting watching justice play out in the U.S., what's left of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so far I'm impressed with the judge. He seems like he's down to business, like they're following um, a really good, you know, strict schedule. What is your impression of what's going on with the trial? I've not really been watching it. I've, I've seen some of it here and there, but I've not really been following it intently. Um, I don't like I don't like the fact that it's on TV, really, because that's going to inflame it. It's like the OJ trial. Um, and I remember watching that one when I was a little boy. I probably was like about 10, 11 years old. And that was a serious thing. That was a barbershop talk. That was all over the place. That was like the first reality show that we had. And stuff like that. Like if that trial would have gone the wrong way, meaning OJ got convicted, it would have been some problems, some serious problems. And I feel like in this one, there's been so much of this, uh, the, the riotous action being stoked by the media. I think what you said is correct. Regardless of what happens, win, lose, or draw for uh, Derek Chauvin is going to be some form of riot, it could be better or worse depending upon what the actual verdict is. Uh, I'm older than you. I watched the AJ car trace. I mean, sorry, the um, OJ car chase. That was the first time I ever saw media like focusing on something like that. Yeah. They made a great big deal of that. And like, uh, I understand it's, um, I don't know, like we live in, in very interesting times. But, you know, you are, every time I listen to you, you are inspiring so many people. And that's always been my message. And uh, I really appreciate you and what you do. Right straight to the point. No, no curveballs. Well, thank you for that. It means a lot to me. I appreciate you. Yeah, so the trial will continue next week. I'm going to listen as much as I can. And uh, this is like reality TV on steroids. Yeah, it really is. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you. And thank you for taking my call. I appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Okay. Bye. Yeah, the OJ trial was crazy. That was, what, 95? So I was about 11, 10, 11 years old. I remember that. I remember that very well. I remember the the slow speed chase in the Ford Bronco. I remember that. I remember, you know, a lot, a lot of things happened from that trial. That was a, a turning point in television and in, in media in the world because People came from that that are still around. Of course, uh, Robert Kardashian, um, that's Kim Kardashian's father. He was the, was he the defense? Like, he was for the defense or the prosecution? I don't know. But he was there. Johnny Cochran, if it don't fit, you must have quit. Judge Lance Ito, Mark Furman, dropping the N-word. Um, all of that came from that. Um the helicopter pilots that were above the Fort Bronco. One of them was a guy by the name of Bob Turr, who is Katie Turr's father. Bob Turr is now known as Zoe Turr. Remember the whole thing with Ben Shapiro? When he's talking to this dude 
uh, or a woman or whatever. And then it was like, hey, you keep calling me sir. I'm going to take you around back and I'm going to show you what sir. That was him. That was one of the pilots that was showing the slow speed car chase. So that was a lot of things that came from that. You had the Kardashians. You had um, all this this trans stuff going. It was so much happening with that. It was it was crazy. It was completely crazy. Yeah, Kato Kalen. I remember that. Yes, I remember that, Denise. Kato Kalen. It was crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right. So it was it was a lot. Yeah, White Bronco, number one sold for of all time. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So let's get to some more here. 701, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? This is the anti-view. How are you doing today, ABL? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. How about yourself? I'm well. Thanks for asking. Um, did anybody correct you for the history of black ball yet? Because that gentleman was wrong. <laughs> no. Nah. So it's like 16th or 17th century. It was a voting system they used. They had white marbles and black marbles and white marble was a vote. Yes. Black marble was a vote. No. Hence the term black balling to oh. vote. No. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, so I also wanted to circle back to um, Mr. Ivan because I really think that everybody needs to look at their state numbers as far as things that you wouldn't think to look into. Okay. So I am a nurse and the job that I do, I was paying attention to hepatitis A numbers in the state that I live in. And in March of 2020, we were in an outbreak with 62 people with hepatitis A. Okay. Mm. April, it disappeared because everybody was home. And everybody was washing their hands and everybody now they haven't said anything in my state. Right. And we're at 126 cases. Wow. So tell me how my, my lockdowns in my state that I live in my blue democratic state, tell me how the lockdowns and the face masks were still required to wear. Tell me how all that is helping with hepatitis A and for a history for anybody, or not a history, but just so everybody knows, hepatitis A is fecal oral. So you get it from not washing your hands, or you get it if you're downstream trying to drink water from something that pooped and it had it, or that type of thing. But you don't, you don't get it, I don't know. It's just incredible to me in Minnesota <laughs> that these numbers don't make sense at all, but our governor is still pushing like we could be shut down one more time. Not going to happen. Yeah. That's, that's not going to fly. People at a certain point are, are we're, we're pretty much done. Like where I live, we're done. We're totally done. Like we're, we're not going to mm-hmm. go get locked back down anymore because people have already said, okay, we our, our jobs, businesses are kind of being taken away from us and people are going crazy, not being able to leave their homes. So we've pretty much gotten back to normal life months, months ago. We're done. Oh, we still haven't. Like I, one parent allowed at the, whatever you're at. So if you take your kid to volleyball, one parent is allowed and they have to wear masks. And 
So 78% of people, like we talked about last time, you know, are hospitalized or vented or died are obese or overweight. Yes. My active child with their active coach with the active refs, unless they have something genetically wrong with them that they just don't know about, they're not the ones dying or being vented or being hospitalized. You know, it's, it's incredible. It's just absolutely incredible. So everybody needs to look into their state and look at the numbers before they change those numbers too. You know, look into the tuberculosis numbers, look into the hepatitis A numbers. Um, to talk about tuberculosis, he's talking about masks. Uh, Mr. Ivan was, you know, CDC and you got to wear masks and all this other crap. I'm sorry, but tuberculosis has not changed. In this state, we were at... 52 cases back then and now we're at 57 cases so if a mask is supposed to help with an airborne disease tuberculosis is airborne so why are we at the exact same cases that's a that's a, that's a great point very good point and for anybody who wants to question that because i know certain people like to argue with you, you know, look up fit testing, look up an N95 and a fit test because before COVID magically, you know, I do think that people are dying. I do think it's a real thing, but I think it's been exploited. And prior to that, every single medical profession, if you were in a trauma or if you were in surgery or, you know, you could be around more people, you had to be fit tested with an N95 to make sure that when you had on this mask, tuberculosis particles couldn't get inside of it. I don't know if you know anything about fit, fit testing, but YouTube's a great place, right? <laughs> 45 second video would tell you what a fit test is. That's the only mask that's going to help you for not getting an airborne disease. I don't know. Education is a great thing. <laughs> it really is. Um, I hope that you have a great night and thanks so much for taking my call tonight. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Bye. That was a great call. Fantastic call. Information, knowledge, bombs being dropped straight from the rooftops. 100%. Number to call 434-658-1220. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. 804, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Mike calling for Virginia. How's it going tonight, man? Everything's going pretty good about yourself. Good, good. Hey, I was going to, um, wanted to talk about, it was a guy, a couple calls earlier talking about the kids coming across the border. And I, I knew, you know, I've seen the footage of, you know, the little babies and the, you know, a lot of them look 10 and 12, but I'm willing to bet that most of them are in their twenties. Oh yeah. Twenties and even upper twenties. And they're coming in with no ID saying that they're unaccompanied kids. And they're going to be sent to all of these cities. And you're seeing this trend in, in cities in Baltimore and Dallas and in L.A. where they're not prosecuting a lot of crimes. And these so-called unaccompanied minors, which are really people in their 20s, they're going to take foot in these cities and they're nothing but street gangs. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you know, the thing about it is even some of the actual juveniles are gang members like. I mean, yeah. like even someone to look like the, like 12, 13, we saw in DC where a 13 year old girl and a 15 year old girl carjacked the Pakistani man and killed him. So 
even if they are have 14, they, 15, 16, they could still be violent game bangers. Have you seen the video now that was, I don't know how new it is, but it was in Milwaukee. It was the second one I've seen like this. It was the Black Panthers, and they go into a, an Asian, I don't know if it was a nail salon or a beauty parlor, and apparently the owner got in it with a black woman, and he threw her out of his store. He called her the B word, and I think he threatened to call the police on her. So she went and got the Black Panthers, and they come into his store, and they pretty much tell him, you know, he better watch out. Don't be talking to black women like this and this and that. That's coming. That's coming. That, that yeah, was a yeah, lot. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen that video. But I've seen the one you're talking about, but I've seen ones, other ones just like it. That's very common. And then sometimes what they do, yeah. they get, and sometimes what happens is they get the NAACP, and then they do a news conference. That happens a lot because what happens is, yeah, it, you know, it'll be a dispute over some money. Somebody don't want to pay or, you know, whatever it is. And then they get thrown out and then they go, they go get somebody. Now what could happen is they might have something happen to them violently. It might be a threat or maybe some of these uh, bow tie guys that come down and it could be some type of press conference. That's one of, one of those three things happens. That's very common occurrence. Yeah. I, th- I think it's crazy. I think, you know, I think bad times are coming and I think it's just a distraction for all this other stuff that's not being talked about in the news. But I'll let you get to your other callers, man. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah. Good night, man. Yeah, that whole thing with the with the Panthers and whatnot coming to a nail salon or something like that, that's common, unfortunately. I've seen that quite a bit. But, yeah, I'm, I'm to be told that, that you know, the Asian hate crimes are the white man. I can't tell. <laughs> I cannot tell. All right, let's get to some here. All right, where are we at? Where are we at? Let's go. 207, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, my name's Jay. I'm from Maine. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good, man. Can't complain about yourself. Dude, I'm doing pretty good. I like kind of tune in and out of your show once in a while, see you on YouTube and stuff, go live, and I really like the show. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate uh, that. I just, I just got a question, man. I know you were talking about how, like, you know, like the left and, like, the other side, like, they know how to organize. They all team together. They all, like, you know, do all that stuff together, like, you know, with this, with Trump's statement that he came out with, and he's like, hey, let's boycott the MLB. <clears throat> Man, the MLB is like, baseball is like my first love, right? I love baseball. Even when I'm not following it, I'm I'm following it, you know? But when he said that, I'm like, man, screw baseball. I'm like, because I know what it's about, like, all those corporations and MLB and all them. We saw it with Black Lives Matter. We saw it with, you know, all through last summer, like, they basically like they, you know, it's just like this giant group thing. And they think that the rest of the nation all thinks like them. And we don't like, I just want to know, like, do you think that like this boy, you think that people will actually partake in this boycott? Oh yeah. Now I'm not sure to what extent I'm not sure if it's going to be like, you know, a really dramatic thing, but I think there will be a boycott. I think that all sports have been boycotted to a certain extent. I mean, ratings are down across the board, NBA, NFL. They're, they're down across the board because, you know, people don't want this woke stuff shoved down their throat. You know, I'm a big yeah. political guy. I, I watch politics all day, every day. I don't watch TV. I don't. All I do, I read most of the day, and I don't really wa- I watch local news, national news. 
I might watch HGTV and that's it. I don't watch nothing on TV, mm. no shows, no nothing. Some of my little Call of Duty or whatever, that's, that's what I do. I, I consume news a lot. But I at least used to enjoy watching a basketball game, going to a basketball game. I still enjoy going to basketball games, like local little stuff. But I used to be able to, you know, watch the NBA and NFL and just have that time to myself without having the politics there. But then they want to put politics right there, so it was like, I can't even escape it. I don't want to see this. Right. So, yeah, that's actually happening. I'm not sure to what extent it happened in Major League Baseball, but I think there will be a boycott to some extent for sure. Well, I mean, if you think about it, right, like, I mean, yes, you know, 74 million voted for Trump, right? But, I mean, how many hardcore Trump supporters are there? What would you say? Like, around what? hard? I mean, hardcore, like, what, 15 million? Well, I, 20 million, I, maybe? I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. But I think the main thing is not even necessarily about Trump himself saying that. I think some people may no, break- no, 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 no. That's no. It is Trump saying it. This is this is what I'm saying. Check this out. Just this is the point I'm trying to come to. Okay. The left they organize, right? They get all this. They get behind this idea, and they're all about it, right? But the right, we're individualists, right? So we're hard to get behind one idea, right? And we were accused a lot of, you know, oh, you're in a cult. You're in a cult because of Donald Trump. You know, anything Donald Trump says, you just do. That's, they got us totally wrong. Now, I'm a hardcore Trump supporter. They got us totally wrong. That's, we were looking just for a leader to, 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 to stand up and, like, and lead us and like, actually show us how to fight back. And that's, how, that's what I feel like with this boycott thing. You know, I feel like if, I, I honestly feel like there's probably 15 to 20 million of us who like, literally, I walked into a store today. I'm like, I, dude, I love drinking Coke. I love Coke. No, I'm like, I'm going to get Pepsi until Pepsi does some crazy stuff. You know what I mean? That's just how, it, that's just me. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's got to be, I know this is, this has to make some, some kind of impact. Man, I see where you're coming from, but what I, the point I was making is that it's not just Trump and people that say, you know what, I'm inspired by Trump to boycott. It's people that just don't want the wokeness, even without having Trump, like Trump could say, Let's do this boycott. But even without that, people would still boycott because of what's going on. Just by default. It wouldn't even be called a boycott. It'd just be called, you know what, I don't want to see this. I'm turning it off. I'm not going to watch anymore. And then when Trump does it, it adds to it, but it wouldn't be the only factor that would cause uh, Major League Baseball and um, NBA and NFL to lose viewers. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I just think he's the juice. You know what I mean? He, I, I feel like he's the juice behind Like. We need juice because a lot of people are demoralized. You know what I mean? And, and we've never been good at organizing to start with. You know, and it wasn't until Trump came along that he's like, no, nah, we can, you know, look at me. I can fight. I can fight them. I can take these people on. You can do this too. You know what I mean? And we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't organize in the same way they do. You know, we don't have to do that. But, you know, and I've been against boycotts because that, you know, that, that affects normal people. You know, people working at Coke, people working at Delta, people lose jobs. You know what I mean? Concessions at MLB, different things like that. People lose jobs. But like, dude, there has to come a time when like we like say like we you know what I mean? We're just not going to. Why? Why are we supporting these corporations and stuff? You know what I mean? Like, why are we giving them tax breaks? I've always been a believer in giving them tax breaks and, you know, kind of the Republican line and all that. Like, nah, screw that. You know what I mean? It's it like, I'm sorry, man, but like sometimes you got to do what you got to do. 
nonviolent, of course. There, I, you know I'm, what I mean? I'm, but like, right, I'm with this you, man. is definitely a way that we could do it, for sure. No doubt, man. Well, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. All right, brother. Have a good night. All right, great call. And, and shout out to Eunice for the super chat. She says, hi, ABO. Great show as always. We weren't able to pay attention tonight. However, all televisions in the house are on watching. Celebrating my husband's birthday tonight. Happy birthday, sir. Now, you got a great wife right here, man. You got to hold on to her for sure. Happy birthday, sir. He says, and she says, he put us onto you all, all seven of us. Okay, so your husband put me onto all seven of y'all. Hey, great husband. We love you. Thank y'all for that. I really appreciate it. It means a whole lot to me. I really, really, really appreciate you. Got the whole family watching. Hey, you guys are fantastic. Thank y'all. All righty. I got a little bit more time here. Let me get to a couple more. 509, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, BL, this is uh, Garrick. How are you doing? I'm from Arizona. I'm doing all right, man. How about your call? I mean, how about yourself? Oh, I'm doing awesome. I'm having a great time. I was actually just uh, watching your live stream and everything. Wanted to call and uh, tell everybody to have a great time. Uh, also, um, I had a question. My question, what is the game that everybody is playing when it comes down to politics? Like, you got to think about it. Uh, we go from Coke to Pepsi. Uh, Pepsi was a Japanese company that fucking, uh, oh, sorry, Carson, my bad. Uh uh, Pepsi was uh, a place that came in and uh, they bombed Pearl Harbor and all this other stuff. And now we're switching to Coke just because of a social thing. Like uh, there's a bunch of games that are being played. We're watching things from the border and all this other stuff. Uh, sorry, don't mean to take too much of your time, man. But Okay, are, are you good? You straight? Yeah, are you good? Okay, because you had you had the background noise on. I don't know if you had to if you had. I don't know what was going on, but it's all good though. Thank you for your call. Yes, sir. Sorry. Okay, I think he, he probably got a little confused because of the background noise. It might have, he might have thought it was me, you know, talking to him, but nah, it wasn't me. That was just the background noise. Okay, let's get to another one. I'm about to call you on the line. I'm speaking to you, seven five seven. Hey, hi, this is uh, Daniel. I'm from Virginia. Uh, kind of cool to be on the air. Um, I was going to ask you a question and then um, I was going like, to segue into what I want to talk about. I was wondering with uh, the Capitol, that guy who got killed in the Capitol, he was uh, from the Nation of Islam. Yeah. And I was wondering if, if uh, you thought that, you know, they were a you know, a racist group. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, Nation of Islam, the thing about it, they, they can be. They can be racist, but I'm not really sure. Like, if, you, if you're listening to Farrakhan, yes. But a lot of these guys have their own little independent groups, and they're not necessarily, like, the same as Farrakhan. And okay. a, lot of the groups, a lot of the groups end up doing, like, community outreach, trying to help kids. And it, it's not necessarily just, like, they watch Farrakhan all day. So it depends on a it depends on a specific group. Like I know people out there in Virginia, like where you are, that's in a nation, and they don't really talk the same way Farrakhan talks. So it just it just depends on a different group how, if they're gonna be racist or not. All right, I I I hear you. Yeah, there are. Uh, I mean, I guess you got the um, Hebrew Israelites and stuff. I mean, I've 
Yeah, that's that's, that's, now, that's that's a whole different group. That's a, that ain't that's not the nation. They they talk about well, yeah, yeah, that's, they, that's they, yeah, yeah. The, right. the Hebrew Israelites, well, I mean, the Hebrew Israelites, are more I, like Christians, like Orthodox Christians, and they they're just really they they, they, say, they say that Bible and twist it in a weird, different kind of way. <laughs> but that's that's another little group. Now they get racist more than the nation, in my humble opinion. I I agree. I mean, I was just I'm uh, so here in Virginia. Now I see them on the corners in in Norfolk, with you know they got the suit and tie on, and they will they have, they give out propaganda on the streets. You yeah, know, the they, call newspaper. To me, yeah. they, they got incense. They got incense. You know, I guess that's how they get around it because they'll study the incense but give you the propaganda. They give like in their newspaper or whatnot. Yeah, of course. And they've been doing it. You know, I see them. Uh, I've seen them for years and years and years. You know, I see him on I see him on Northampton, Virginia Beach Boulevard. I see him everywhere. Yeah. And uh and it always struck me that, you know, everyone's okay with that. If they're if you know, if they are a, a racist group, then you know, that no one says anything about it. And I don't you know, just I feel you feel attacked, you know, like man, if, if there was a KKK person on the street passing out propaganda, man, it would I mean, that person would have been killed. Yeah, but see the uh, thing, but, thing about the thing about the nation, the nation does not you, you don't see them do crimes against they they don't really do a lot of they don't really do crime like that. And if they were to do crime Yeah, I Yeah, if if they were to do crime, it'd be like some some dope some dope seller or something like that in a local branch doing that on his own. But you're not really gonna see them engaging in like racial crime. I that's really that's really rare from the nation. If if there's any crime it's right. like internal. From what I've been able to see, just like the whole thing with Malcolm X, but that's a different story. Yeah, I was doing a job one time. I was, I was doing heat. Uh, I was doing some duck work at a guy's at a rental property, and I was sitting down. I, you know, I was working all day. I sat down on the couch, and I and I saw this paper on the uh, table, and I and I picked up the t- I picked up the paper, and I started reading it, and that and that's what it was, and it and it was this was uh. And it was all was in there was, uh, you know, George Bush was a racist, you know, that and it was blaming all uh, the hurricane on, um, you know, was was discriminating against people of color. Uh, you know, that, that was like the whole narrative of it all. And, and I was young and I was like, I was on, I was like probably 19 reading this, man. And I was just like, I couldn't believe it. So when I started seeing those guys on the street, you know, it always always made me think about that day when I, I picked up that paper and I, I mean, and I was reading that and, uh, I, you know, I just couldn't believe that, you know, that, that kind of stuff was being passed out on the streets. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely out there for sure. It's, it's definitely out there. So I think that since this whole thing happened, it's going to be a lot of scrutiny on the nation, but honestly, I don't really think there's going to be a lot that comes from them. I, I if there is people saying that people saying I'm wrong in the chat, I've not really seen the nation do, stuff like this but there's going to be a lot of eyes on them there were, there were already eyes on the nation already and they, they probably had this guy the fbi they probably had him on the radar already like they have a lot of other people but that's a different story so thank you for the call man definitely appreciate you all right all right man. god bless right now so they said they said the nation has committed hate crimes i mean maybe they have i just hasn't i haven't really seen it i haven't really heard it myself just to be honest and now i've heard, heard about them doing crimes like uh, a lot of dope selling, but I'm not really sure about hate crimes. But 
I could be wrong. Y'all let me know. I'm not sure how common it is, but you guys tell me. All right. Well, that's about the end of the show right there. I'm like at the very end. Thank y'all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. Uh, I got super chats to read before we uh, close it on up, but that'd be a wrap for the calls. If you can't get on tonight, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. Blame the white man because he's always the reason why things don't go the way it's supposed to go. All right. And um, let's go ahead and read some of these super chats and then we'll wrap it on up. Put the bow on the top. Thank y'all again for being here. Thank you to the anti-view who says, please read the Mark's 2021 report on the, the MRA, the M-A-R-X-H 2021 report on a Uyghur genocide city, Coca-Cola, Apple. They support this. Thank you to King James Mill for your donation. Definitely appreciate your boss. Thank you to Slate Healy who says, voter fraud is true, true and real. <laughs> Thank you for that. Shout out to Leo Mazzino who says, I got a new dentist last month and guess what I needed? What you need? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Root canal, new, new teeth, veneers, dentures. I don't know what's going on. Shout out to Vike Zupa who says, ABL, do you think what happened in 2020 was about Trump's stance on China? No, because this was something that, this, this was the deep state trying to get their country back, in my opinion. Shout out to Winston for the donation. Thank you to Tech Key One who says, shouts out to you, your wife, and your nieces. I mean, he's got me wrapped around her finger. Don't tell her. Hey, when it comes to the honey bun, I got to heat mine up in the microwave. Stay blessed. Hey, thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you, boss. Yeah, I prefer a cold, uh, a nice room temperature honey bun. Room temperature honey bun, fresh out the pack, with the pack still on it. as like a little container to eat it. Um, hey, for my birthday, all I want is a honey. If I can get a honey bun for my birthday, I'm good money. A honey bun cake for my birthday, I'll, hey. Diabetes, but whatever. It'd be I'll, I'll be fine. Thank you to Angel for becoming an ABL superstar. Shout out to where we go one, we go all, who says 31, 13, pardon me, 13 million of my people have been murdered through abortion, Ivan. So you need to go sit down in the corner. We will be more than 13% with it's gone. There you go. Thank you to Mike from Queens who says business should look into suing BLM for damages. Absolutely. Thank you to Dover Demon, who says, I guess the Major League, the MLB, Major League Baseball is okay with fixed elections. Think 1919 World Series. Oh, oh, there you go. Shout out to Mary G, who says, I'm a millennial black woman in Georgia who voted for Trump. Thank you for that. Appreciate you. And guess I have an ID, and I also know how to use the internets. <laughs> Hashtag black girl magic, I guess. <laughs> Thank you to Amari Speaks, the Beast, who says, we're having church right here every Wednesday and Saturday. John 8.32 reads, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. God loves the truth. Keep preaching, brother. Stay strong with the flex emoji and the sunshades. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate your boss. Thank you to Naganas who says, are they censoring the left or the right? I think the left because they are selectivists and won't challenge what they think is real. Well, it makes sense to me. Thank you to Ms. Tekazur for Ms. Tekazur. For your donation, thank you to Bones Mama One who says six months, the amount of time a child stays in the missing child CPS system until their info is removed. Wow, six months. Also, our country is not racist. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Bones Mama One who says, Dave cares for you find this channel. Dave Jose. Let me screenshot that right quick. I'll check him out. Thank you to Buck versus Windshield who says, True story. I was watching the OJ, the slow OJ car chase. Then Star Wars commercial came on the TV. The slogan at the time was, the juice is loose. Hilarious. Wow. So they had active OJ uh, 
advertisements happening while he was on the run from the police in the in the Fort Bronco. Crazy. Maurice Beast to Beast says there's a slim chance of riots <clears throat> taking place because Trump is no longer in office. Many of the riots that took place last year were fueled by Trump hate. Very good point. Very, very good point. There's no political narrative to push, therefore less chance of rioting. Good point. Leo says, won't be, won't there be lost revenue in Atlanta because the all-star is being moved? Yes. 100 million U.S. dollars was estimated to be made that weekend because of the all-star game and also the Major League Baseball draft, but because they've gone, that money has gone as well. All right. And thank you. Thank you to Sprite. Emma says, ABL new merch is great. I, I appreciate you for that. You can go to ablmerch.com right now. Check it out for yourself. A-B-L merch.com. Thank you for that. Shout out to Thomas who says, just bought the pandemic hat. Anthony, God bless you. Love again from Montreal, Canada. Thank you for that. I appreciate you for your support. Shout out to Jack Bacon who says, I remember people talking about how Trump has something like 27 to 30% support from blacks. Then time admitted they, quote, forfeited this election. Do you think it would be fair to say, or fortified, pardon me, fortified this election. Do you think it would be fair to say it was fortified against black people? Well, if it was fortified against Americans, why not blacks as well? Why not blacks specifically? Very good point. Awesome, Justin II says, the Chi-Coms have now hijacked the hashtag Stop Asian Hate campaign by telling people it's racist to call its diplomats, quote, wolf warriors, unquote, and racist to criticize its policies. Hope you have a happy Easter. Oh, wow. Thank you for that. Appreciate you. Shout out to Naga Nas for your emoji, rocket emoji donation. I appreciate you. Thank you to Serafina who says, great show. Thank you for that. Very much. Appreciate you. Shout out to DW who says, keep up the, good, the great work, sir. My wife and I both enjoy your videos. Thank you. Thank you for that. Crazy Ivan says, Hebrew Israelites claim to be God's chosen people on the basis of their alleged physical lineage to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And also, by the way, the Hebrew Israelites are absolutely wrong. Keep up the great work, ABL. Fist bump, thank you for that. Most certainly appreciate you. That's probably not the actual crazy Ivan that calls into the show acting the fool because, you know, he don't donate. But thank you for that. I appreciate y'all. But that'll be it right for me. I will see you guys again live on Wednesday, same time, 8 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Eastern. And also, shout out to the mods for doing a great job as always, keeping them trolls in check, keeping the chat nice and clean because you got little babies watching. But that'll be a wrap for me. Happy Easter to all. Happy Easter to all. And enjoy your weekend. And until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.